Welcome to Walking Backwards. I'm Brad Grimet. This week's guest is Angelique Rivera. She's an actress. Uh, you may know her from a TV show called American Crime that she was in. Uh, she also recently did a movie with Gus Van Sant um, and lots of other stuff. Um, it, it was great talking to her because I don't know how actors do what they do. You know, I don't know what the process is. And she talked a lot about that. Um, it was very interesting and informative for me. Um, so I thank her for that. And I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, we also did a best day, worst day segment. And if you want to hear that, you can check out patreon.com slash walking backwards. Something really crazy happened during the interview, uh, during that segment. And, um, and it's all recorded. Um, so if you want to hear it, uh, yeah, check out Patreon and best day, worst day. My sponsor, Tiffin Steadicam, is releasing the Steadimate S in August. Um, I haven't used it myself, but I know it allows the use of single-handed gimbals like the Ronin S with your regular Steadicam vest and arm. Um, I guess it probably just takes the weight off your arms. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's a, it, I guess it's any arms with a half-inch post. Um, yeah, and you can pre-order it on their website, tiffin.com. And they're taking orders now, and they are delivering by the end of August. So check it out if that's something that interests you, something that you might need. Thank you, Walter Clausen FX, for your support and sponsorship of the podcast. Uh, they're good people. I don't know if they have anything new coming out, but they definitely make a lot of great stuff already. So you can always check them out. Okay, uh, check me out at One Giant Robot on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, and that's about it. All right, here is Angelique Rivera. Hope you enjoy it. I have in front of me Angelique Rivera. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to have you in here. I'm excited to be here. Oh, thanks. I think this is awesome. I've listened to your show and... It's cool to like now be a part of it. Oh, cool. I'm glad. I was thinking when I said, oh, there's your headphones. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't know. Have you done a, a bunch of voiceover? I've done some. Some? Yes, okay. I have. Um, not a ton, I would say. More auditions. But I have done like some voiceover stuff for like industrial stuff and commercials and stuff. But nothing like cartoonish yet. Right. Yeah. Um. When I was a kid, I did some voiceovers. Did you? I don't know if you know that. No, I didn't. I mean, you have a great voice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're you're like made for this. Oh, thank. That's so nice of you to say. Well, every <laughs> everybody hates their own voice, it seems. Oh, uh, yeah. So I don't. I've had I've had people say nice things and say, oh, you you have a good voice and all yeah. that stuff. A voice, a face for radio, and, and, a, <laughs> and a voice. For, <laughs> no, but anyway, um, no, the um, uh, I I still. I've gotten used to it doing this, but I'm not a big fan. You're still of not it. a fan. <clears throat> no. I feel like you have a very like grounded, like deep voice. It's compelling. I think. Really? Oh, Whoa, there's compelling. Your, your oh, and out comes girl. Charlie. <laughs> Hi. Right at the beginning, she right heard, at she the heard me start recording, and she's like, "I better get out there." Yep. yep. We're on. <laughs> you want to meow for us? <laughs> she's done that before. <laughs> Um, I bet. So, do you have a cat too, right? I you're, do. You're a cat lady. I love cats. I'm a cat gentleman. I was never a cat person growing up until I got one, and then I realized they're like the perfect animal for me because 
I am very like I like when people need me, but I don't want them to need me all the time. Right. So like with a cat, it's perfect because they give me the right amount of attention that I need. Yeah, I agree. And also with our schedules, being an actress, your schedule's all over the place, I'm sure. Just like oh, yeah. just like me, you might have to leave today at the drop of a drop of a hat. Exactly. And yeah, it's it's much easier to, you know, have that like very uncertain life when you have a cat cuz they are so de- independent. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be home all the time. You don't have to walk them and all that jazz. I don't know how my actor friends with dogs do it. It's it's always like I feel like I'd be just like more stressed than I already am. So Right. I don't want to add anymore. <laughs> no, I know. Like I like I always say to people, it's like I could get a dog, but then I'd have to hire an employee. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have to, to. I need an assistant. Walker. Yeah, like I need someone to take care of it because I wouldn't be able to. Right, right. And there, you know, dogs are dogs are great and everything, but I do they like are. the 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 chillness of a cat and like you know they like to play once in a while yes. and then they like to go chill over there. I, I love <laughs> like I love that. I love when they do that. Yeah. But did you you didn't grow up with cats though, huh? No, I grew up with dogs. Oh, and okay. I wasn't a very good like dog owner, really. Like my mom would always like be mad at me cuz I never like took it a bath and like never walked it or like I mean we had like very like small dogs, so like right. they didn't really need to like be walked. Like I had a shih tzu growing right. up. So like I mean they sh- very easy to take care of but even right. that I was like Ugh, it just I wasn't a dog I wasn't very much a dog person growing up and like the jumping on you and the oh, slobber right. and like oh god I just it's not me oh you're super cat lady I am yeah. I, they're so clean like I think that's my thing is like a dog can is just like so dirty right. and they love to like just roll around in the dirt and just like get as dirty as possible and for me I'm like uh no, I can't. I can't do it. Gotcha. Well, you you grew up in Orlando. I did. I well, grew up n- near in Orlando. Ca- near Orlando. I grew up in Kissimmee, Florida. So like west of Orlando, I think. Yeah, south. Southwest. Yeah. Something like that. More south than west. Is it more south? Yeah, because you know I four they call it east west, but it really oh, it runs more it? north south than east west. Than east west. Yeah. Okay, so that's why I think west, but it's actually right because it's west on the freeway. Yeah. But it's it's more south but than it's more west. South. <laughs> okay. See. <laughs> right. Everything's right. backwards in Florida. Like. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I didn't know. Now I know that you know I learned kind of after I left. It was like I lived north of downtown. Okay, yeah. Because I always thought I lived east, but you know, we didn't have Google Maps to look at. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you knew your way around, but I didn't really... You know, like, directionally, like, where you were going. Right. Yeah. And that freeway thing pissed a lot of people off because it, it because fools a lot of misleading. people. Right? I Yeah. Like, my whole life, I've been thinking I was west. Like I don't know why they did that. I've never looked into it. I suspect, mm-hmm. and I might be wrong, because it runs east-west right through Orlando. Yeah. So it uh, it comes south and then it and then it goes east and then it goes south again. Uh huh. And I think I have a feeling that it started in Orlando as the freeway. Okay. And then expanded, and they just never changed. And they it. just never picked. Okay. Well, also it's four, so uh, the even numbers run east west, and yeah. the odds run northeast north, or north, north south, south. I mean, mm-hmm. so. Um, anyway, I don't know. Who who knows? It's they just got lazy. At it's some dumb point. stuff. Yeah. Well, it's like the one hundred and one is 
labeled north south at certain points and then east west in the valley yes in certain places but in certain places yeah, it's you're really like, weird yeah you're like going across and you're not going up and down it's so crazy uh, yeah i always yeah. think geez if you're a tourist trying to drive around here you're you're confused you're yeah i mean it's Is bad that, enough thank anyway. god we have like ways and all these things because right. well yeah now it makes it so easy i mean yeah yeah before i don't know how people did it i i remember once like a very long time ago in Florida having to do a road trip and use and actually like print out MapQuest. And I've... This would have been when you were young. I were was, you driving? I was... I was not... I don't know if I was driving. I think my mom was just like, can you give me the directions or whatever? Right. And so I printed it out for her. Okay. But yeah, I was probably... I was probably in high school. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because you're a lot younger than me. So you grew up with all this stuff. See, I grew up... Well, the thing is, is like I'm in that in-between stage. So I was born in 93. Right. And so... Which is the year I graduated from high school. Is it really? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, thanks for making me feel like an old man. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You mean to bring that (laughs) up. Go ahead. Sorry. So you were born in 93. Yeah, I was born in 93. So like I went through the 90s and then the early 2000s are really what I remember from like the earliest age so I remember not having a cell phone I remember you know not I remember my mom we used to do a lot of road trips growing up so I remember them using like actual maps to like get around yeah um I didn't have a cell phone until I was probably like in middle school but even then they were like the flip phone and they didn't have internet (laughs) on them and right. they were just like texting, basically, like calling yeah. and texting. And yeah. that was it. So I, I do remember I was, I'm in that like I'm a millennial in that like weird in between where I was like. Right. Half in, half out of yeah, the, the I technology know boom. Well, I'm I'm kind of the same way with computers. Oh, yeah. Because you know what it was like without computers. Right. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I took typing on a typewriter in high school wow you know we had computer we started having computer classes kind of then okay you know it was like it was the beginning of the transition yeah um and i was lucky we had one at home we had a commodore 64 oh my god which you probably don't i don't even even know what that is but it sounds like a very intense typewriter i mean it didn't do that much it wasn't it was you know but it would play games oh okay you know that's fine i think that skateboarding game and some goofy game. I mean, like lowest level graphics you can. Oh imagine. yeah. But I remember we used to trade them. People would make copies and trade them. Oh fun. It was the early days of uh, bootlegging, I guess. Yeah right. <laughs> it was like, let me get your computer game. Right right. Um, mine. Yeah. Um, well, where was I going? Oh, oh. so ninety three. So yeah. yeah, maps. Yeah yeah yeah. Maps. I actually took a road trip in ninety three um, when I was. 18 years old, just after I got out of high school with a bunch of friends, um, and we drove to Memphis, Tennessee to see our friend who had graduated the year before who was in the Marines. Oh, really? All by map. Wait, from oh, from <laughs> Orlando to Memphis? Yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. That's a fun, that's a good drive. Yeah, it was good. We stopped in, where did we stop? In Tennessee, somewhere in the East Coast. Um, what's that weird named city? I can't remember. We spent a night there. And okay. Then, Chattanooga? Yeah, in Chattanooga. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, no, <laughs> just like automatically didn't come to me. Weird name. Uh, yeah, but um, but yeah, then we went on to Memphis and um, raised hell over there. But <laughs> that, Memphis is cool. 
<laughs> yeah, it was, I went once when I was younger, so I didn't really get to enjoy it fully. But right, it is a cool city. Neither did we a little because oh really? Well, we were eighteen, so we didn't have any money. Oh, that's right. You know, we had a couple bucks. I I don't know how much I had. I had enough for gas, and yeah. we you know we had enough for a hotel room. Yeah. Um, but you know, what was it four of us in a hotel room? You know, oh yeah, you're guys. like everybody splitting. Yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> You know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, those, are the, those are the fun times, though. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. I, You know, I remember, because, uh, of course, we wanted to drink beer. Yeah. So um, I would go, and my friend came with me, but sometimes, but most people, they the other two guys didn't even want to get in the car and go, because I would go to the bad part of town. Oh, really? Because they would sell Because that's booze. where they would give it to you? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then be really cool, because I'd want to buy, like, a lot <laughs> right i'd want to buy a case of beer because yeah. they would let you but you know and yeah. and so anyway um my friend wouldn't get out of the car at one at one place oh know? really it was that sketchy it was super sketchy oh wow. I, I mean i'm sure like i could have bought some crack in a lot of those places <laughs> too or you know what i mean like yeah they had, they had all everything oh uh, i i don't know i learned a long time ago i don't know where this came from maybe my dad but you know if you if you act confident and you and you don't worry. You can be aware of your surroundings. But, yeah. you know, people are just people. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's looking to do bad. Like, you yeah. know, in the bad part of town, it's it's normally criminals killing other criminals. Exactly. You know? It's it, like, what would they want to do with me? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Okay. I could get shot. But yeah. what are the chances of that? Exactly. Very slim. Exactly. You know? Um, probably the worst that's going to happen is I'm going to get robbed for the $30 I have in my pocket. You know, yeah, it's like, it's like uh, well, big whoop. Yeah. Which is so unlikely anyway. And we had Except, no, we had no I problems agree. there. Yeah. I've been, I grew up, I mean, Kissimmee's not like the nicest town ever, you know? So I definitely it's a had lot nicer since it I, since has I grew gotten up. A, a, not, a lot nicer. Yeah. Um, lots of like just development and it's a really whole different town when I go back home. Um, from what I remember, but yeah, I used to live right off 192. So, um, right by Disney. Yeah. Right by Disney. You just take that straight. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, like, did you see the Florida project? You know what? I didn't. You didn't? No. Okay. It's, that's literally my hometown. Right. So when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. Um, did you know about that movie before? It shot. No, um, I didn't know anything that's about too bad. it. I know because I felt like, geez, if I had if I had known about, because I would love to go back and work in Florida and right? do a movie there, you know. But um, I it's, wish I knew. It's about too bad it. you could have auditioned. Yeah. Was there a part that would have fit for you? Um, my, it was like there, little kids. There right? might there were like the main people were like little kids, and then the, the mother of the of the young girl. Um, there was one role though that's like the friend of the girl that has the little kid mm-hmm. um that could have worked for me but i think with his casting he was really looking for non-actors that's true yeah that's like, true right just, uh real pe- i think he found the the main girl off instagram like he dm'd her like <laughs> so, so weird that's the, can you imagine <laughs> what would you do actually this is an interesting question yeah has this ever happened to you have you ever gotten dm'd by like a director and said like can you i mean I think about it and I'm like, yeah, a director's going to DM me like, oh, I have a part for you in a movie. Get the hell out I'd of here. Be, yeah, I would be very, very sketched out. I probably wouldn't respond. Really? Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, 
I, I unless I recognized them, you know, um, like looked clicked on their profile and they were verified and, or something. Yeah, verified right. or or some had done something had like an IMDb I could check out, but um, no, I don't really think I have not on Instagram because I get a little I get more through email. I would say just like rant and that's just from i think people just finding my email and reaching out that way right um trying to be more professional you know right um but i think it's i think it was really interesting the way he did that on instagram and i mean it it seems it to me it, it seems to me that you should not ignore it because yeah. it could happen for real. And you even though know. they're not verified, you yeah. don't know who they are, you know? It's true. And so my thought would be, because obviously it's not like, yeah, let's meet up in a dark alley, you know? Yeah. My thought would be like, say, okay, um, I'm I'm definitely interested. Can you call my agent? Yeah. Yeah. We just redirect them. Right. To, and, to then, and then we and can, and they'll set something up and we can meet, you know, and then your agent can do the research. Exactly. Or, or just make sure. And because, you know, if they don't even reach out, then it was bullshit exactly so just a little level of buffer some yeah some type of buffer to separate me you know a little bit from that right because it's become so much more um the norm to to dm somebody like i was talking to my friend um um andrew santino who you know oh okay yeah he's got that podcast what do you know him i don't know if i know him he hangs at the at the dog at at the dog yeah um he and his wife really bad with names but he has a crazy like this this podcast is peanuts compared to his he has a and he started after after me oh really he's an actor and a comedian oh his podcast is called Whiskey Ginger. Whiskey Ginger. Yeah, oh, that's he, fun. He was on that show, um, um, I'm Dying Up Here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's With, been on a lot. He's a redheaded guy. Oh. He was like the angry redheaded guy. Okay. I. It's vaguely coming you know back him to instantly me. If, it's, you saw him. if I saw him, I would totally remember. Right. Anyway, anyway, I saw him the other night and I was like, how are you? Because he's, he's doing weekly. I do oh, pretty wow. much weekly. But okay. I take a week off here and there. But yeah. Um, but I'm like, how are you getting? I said, it, it must. Oh, no, we were talking. Excuse me. <clears throat> we were talking. And I said, um, I said, it's really nice for you because you know all these comedians really well. Yeah. And they'll all come and do your show. Yeah. And actors and whatever. And he's like, um, some of them. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't know all of your guests? And he goes, um, he goes, some I just kind of know in passing or we know of each other. Some are really good friends of mine. But I'm like, oh, well, then if you just kind of know him in passing, how do you get them on the show? He's like, I just shoot him a DM on Instagram. Oh, wow. I'm like, what? That's so crazy. I was like, really? (laughs) It actually made me think, shoot, I should, I should. just DM people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I, you know, you're an actress. I've been wanting, I've been wanting to have like the other side of the camera on a little bit, you know, just for, for variety and a different perspective on stuff. Exactly. And, And, um. But I'm not like great friends with, you know, a, like a ton of actors. Yeah. And I'm yeah. in a different position. Like his show, he gets like 100,000 downloads an episode. Oh, wow. And he does it on YouTube, too. They they shoot video oh. and stuff. And oh, cool. which I've been told I should do. Yeah. And you probably would be super down with you, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But 98% of but my, the rest my of them people, are they like, don't even want to take photos. Like, oh, really? I mean, they take photos, but they don't like like one was telling me. Um, oh, you should 
um, you should do video like videos yeah, like, what gets followers and stuff because mm -hmm. he has an Instagram blah 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 anyway I was like that's a good idea let's do a little video of us he goes no, 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 I don't want to be on camera <laughs> I'm okay, like, well, thanks. Right, thanks for the thanks tip. Thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little harder, you know, yeah. and that people aren't used to it. They're a little self-conscious. I, sure. I think after five minutes, they would totally forget. You would forget that it's there. But that's, that's usually how it works. You know, um, but yeah, so that's that's apparently a more common thing now. Although I think his Instagram is verified and he has, okay. I don't know how many, thousands and thousands of followers. So um, see, like that, I would, I would probably pay attention to sure honestly well you would you would take it more seriously right off the I bat. would take it yes at least right off the bat usually when I do see DMs like I will look at the person and see because most of that stuff you you, it, you don't see it right away you'd have to go to the like um the requested DMs right, right, and right, click right. that which I don't check all the time right um but I would say majority of like the people that reach out to me on Instagram are very much like brands they're like oh really yeah like clothing and boutiques and makeup and, and they all these do, different they types wanna, of brands they want you to do sponsored posts yeah or? they want you to do like sponsored posts do you do that like, I do I do some oh, that's cool. I, I'm, I'm very I used to kind of be like yeah like yes to everything but now I'm very much trying to curate a specific image and right you and don't not, want to put your name on everything i don't so right. i'm being very more like a lot more selective on that but um it is interesting so sometimes yeah i separate instagram from that because to me like i always get more brand opportunities from instagram rather than like acting opportunities right I'd say like majority of the acting stuff comes from either my agent my manager or you know people will reach out to me directly mm -hmm. and ask me to like read their script or you know right. consider auditioning or something like that right do you ever get what's without i mean i don't want to be weird but yeah do you ever get weird and i don't mean like people asking you out or saying lewd things to you i just yeah. mean like weird requests like audition requests or like that you're just like that's bizarre <laughs> like weird auditions um or any i mean just I anything have, i have because there are some weird even on like the casting websites there's some some part of me feels like there are like like type human trafficking type like things going on <laughs> i'm serious like i once really? when i was very new to la um went on this audition and it was for like they made it seem like it was for some campaign but you showed up and like it was at the beverly hills hotel and so you showed up with well, like that seems legit that seems legit right, right. so then they spent but a it lot was of money the, it was at the pool and we were, yeah, and so okay. we were at the Beverly Hills Hotel pool, and um, we were, like, in, in bikinis and stuff, and they were just, like, looking us up and down, and we had to, like, sign in, and, like, I don't, it was very, I barely even remember what happened, but it was really weird. So, did they tell you before, obviously, you knew that bring a bikini, did you, like, show up in a bikini? I did, I, sh well, I, obviously, you know, not, oh, you just, not put, like, just in a bikini, put, but like, I had something over, over. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, okay. and so then I had to take everything off when I was there, and then um, I was just, like, kind of confused, because I wasn't exactly sure what was going on, and these people didn't really look like... They looked like 
Las Vegas like nightclub promoters. Like that's what those p- kind of people look Ooh. like. They did not look like Hollywood, you know, like right. industry people. Right. So that it, was off. Awesome. That was like kind of what you know, was the weird. job. It was I, I I barely even remember what it was oh, for. Okay. It was like it must have been some photo shoot or something. I don't even remember some oh. some trade show. I don't even know. It was like something along those lines, but it was it sounds really to me sketchy. Like these guys, if they weren't sketchy, they were using this legit kind of legit thing just yeah. to check out a bunch of girls in bikinis. Exactly. But, like it, it. Something about it just didn't feel legit, you right. know. So yeah, I uh, I've had weird. I mean, call. I've had many weird audition stories, but that was like the first like very naive Angelique coming to L.A. and like. There's this casting and like also needing money, so it's like, oh, they're gonna give five hundred dollars. Like, let's right. let's just go do it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Learned my lesson. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like they were probably like whoever they would get to come to that event. That I just felt like it wasn't legit, so like something would happen, and I just think that happens a lot. Is like these, these, I don't know, like weirdos, weirdos, like. Uh, underground you know I don't even know what but trying to like take advantage of young girls who are just you know wanting naive naive right wanting to be a star right well you know it, it that happens at that happens at like every um level yeah you know Harvey Weinstein exactly you know, like, yeah and and there's we know he's predators. not the only one we know there's <laughs> there's plenty right right so yeah, that's weird. It is. And I mean, that's the thing, like, um, I don't want to use any names, but if, yeah. if, well, if Harvey Weinstein, when you first got to town, DM'd you or whatever, or called your agent and said, I want to see Angelique for a meeting and it's at the hotel bar, yeah. you're going. I'm, I'm there, yeah. Right. And then when, and no, then when no his assistant it. meets you there and says... Oh, uh, actually, Harvey's He's upstairs. in his room. Go upstairs and meet him. And then he opens the door in a bathrobe. I mean, at what point do you... Where do you say, okay, this is Right, not, but meanwhile, okay. he's like, I have a Quentin Tarantino film or whatever that yeah. I'm looking for a major role in and that would be great for you in your career. Yeah. I just... I under, A lot of people say, oh, well, these women... Blah, 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 yeah, they always want to like... I'm like, look, some of it, there's a little bit in them that's ambitious. For sure. That's... Maybe a little star hungry. That mm-hmm. happens with actresses a lot. Maybe mm-hmm. a lot star hungry. Yeah. But like, it's, it's you know, so they they maybe made some mistakes in the process, but they exactly. were, they had a predator attacking them. 100%. Essentially, and using yes. those things that they know about to manipulate them to do what they to want. To do what you know? they want. Exactly. <clears throat> I mean, there's like, I don't, I don't blame these women at all for what happened or what they went through because I think you know whoever has the power has the responsibility you know so if right. you're going to take advantage of young actresses looking for a big break like you're the asshole <laughs> you right. know like right 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 yes like it probably isn't smart to go to a man's hotel room and well the worst you know, part is the way they so first it came legit yeah it exactly. came through their agent it came through a legit source right yeah. and it's a legit producer yeah it's, you know this is you know this is serious a huge business huge deal right and then but then they they 
they nickel and dime you into it by oh he's still in the room he's gonna eat up there why don't you go up there you know what I mean yeah. and then the, and then the assistant leaves you in the room with in him the alone. room with him alone and you know what I mean and it's like got you right and yeah. you can't be like you can't be going to auditions with like a friend no or a bodyguard you know what I mean like no not at all so it, it's just you yeah I just it's just gross I it is it's gross and whoever that assistant is should be held there were responsible. Multiple as well because you know they know what's happening like like i don't want to condemn anybody but i I mean the chances that they didn't know is it's very slim yeah like so so slim well somebody was talking and i won't use the name but a very big actress who who said she didn't know about this stuff but had done all these movies with 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 oh yeah harvey yeah and um and they were saying it was my friend yesterday. We were, I don't know how we started talking about it, but mm-hmm. um, she was like, "Everyone knew," and I'm like, "Well, I didn't know. I mean, I'd heard he was an asshole, but I didn't know any specifics." Yeah, you don't know the details. Of and I did a movie on. that he produced. I didn't meet him. Yeah, but you know what I mean. But like, you were there, yeah. right? And, yeah. And it's like, oh, how can you work for? I didn't. You I, didn't know anything. Well, nobody said that to me, but like, yeah. that's the implication. But that's the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. And and it's like, well, okay, yes, yeah, some people knew. Mm-hmm. But you can't go around town. You can't say these things. Like, well, I'm sure you can whisper them. There was yeah. like a whisper campaign. You know, people knew. For sure. And I've heard that about like creepy men. Women will whisper to each other like, don't ever go in a room with him alone or don't. I, yeah. I don't know if you've ever experienced I have. That. Oh, yeah. I've. Um, I mean, yeah, I won't name any names either. But like uh, a very, like very big actress um, that I've worked with. Um, it was my first show, so I was very naive, very young, and um, she's been kind of a mentor to me, but she, right away, like, this was before all the Harvey stuff was happening, but we had, like, a sexual assault, like, um, seminar. Like, seminar, right. yeah, for the whole cast was there, and we all had to take it. The and crew like, did, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, they did a separate one, but, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> But the, the, everybody took this sex, sexual assault thing, right? Yeah. Um, and she had she had uh, mentioned um, she just pointed out another person in the cast and was just like, "Be careful," you know, like just be careful with him. Really? Yeah. So I've had I've had that. Um, I mean, nothing ever nothing ever happened, but. Um, she felt the need to say that so yeah yeah it's it and that was before everything was before it got into the forefront of the media of like what was actually going on behind closed doors so right yeah it's it's really it's really interesting and i didn't even really understand what she meant you know like i didn't right i didn't really think anything of it until like now you know thinking back like with everything that's been happening right it's like oh she was just trying to protect me from you know maybe she had an experience with him i don't know but like or, or, he's, or he's had past right. experiences with people on set you well what i know. found out is hollywood's pretty good at covering these things up yeah for sure unfortunately i know um, it's terrible by the way i think i can guess who it is <laughs> and mm. i wrote i wrote it down on a piece of paper no way Oh. <laughs> Is that who it was? The one that warned me? Yeah. Um, oh, it wasn't? No, but it was that show. Okay. It was that we, show. Well, we don't need to say any more about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, that's to... so funny. Um, 
No, the that person, <laughs> oof, I don't have a lot of good things to say. Oh, really? Yeah, no, she was she was not the one that like really took really? me under her wing. Yeah, that's no. funny because she's she was friendly acquaintances with a friend of mine. Oh, really? And we ran into her a few times, and she was always really cool. She's has a great like front. Like I would say, like she's like a very like like she's there's there's nothing like in public that would make me say like it's obvious that she's that way. Right. Um this not is, at all. This is somebody that's a, a pretty big um star too. It's huge, yeah. And uh yeah. No, I was actually um I was referring to Someone else. Someone else. Yeah. Okay. We we can start talking about that because yeah, it's too, I know. Like, the I know. More we talk I just about like, it, like <laughs> I know. It's like I gotta get more stealthy every time I talk about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. No. Well, you know, it. That's what sucks. I, I, know. I think I was talking to somebody else about this. It's like I would love to name all the names, but I also don't want to get sued for all the dollars <laughs> I know, exactly you know yeah not and, at this point <laughs> right and and if you slander somebody um you know and you can't prove that what you say is true yeah that's why the whisper thing that's why mm-hmm. you know that's that's the thing it's like people are so scared that what they say is going to hurt them right even though that what their experience was very true and real to them and it hurt them in some way but right. they feel like they can't share it because this industry as big as it is it is actually very small and people do talk and you don't reputation i think is everything as well mm-hmm. so if you start you know trying to whether it's real to you or not, if you're talking about someone other, someone else that's bringing them down, it doesn't make you look good. So, yeah, it's yeah. that conundrum of like... Well, it, blackballing is real. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. You know, Harvey Weinstein, uh, who's that? Mira Sorvino? Yeah, Mira Sorvino. He, like, blackballed, blackballed Mira Sorvino. Mm-hmm. Because she wouldn't, she wouldn't uh, put up with his shit. Yeah. And, um, and, and other actresses, other, too, I think. Yeah. and like Rose and... Oh, Rose, Rose, Rose Byrne. McGow- uh, Rose McGowan. Oh, Rose McGowan. Right. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, one Scottish name or another. I know. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. You know, I actually... Um, it's, again, I don't know if I should name a name. I'll just say real quick that I yeah. know that an actress got an actor hired by saying, like, they wanted her really bad. Oh, really? For a pilot that became a TV show that I worked on. Uh-huh. And... She was on board, but part of her thing was, like, if you don't at least... Like, she's like, you should definitely hire this guy. Mm-hmm. He had a he had a bad reputation mm-hmm. for being trouble. Mm. And then, like, always moaning about money. And there was some things that he had a reputation for. Mm-hmm. And the studio was like, no, we're not looking at him. Wow. And she's like, if you don't look at him, I won't do it. And so they were like, ooh, because they really wanted her. They wanted her to do it. And yeah. so they brought him in, and he was great. So wow. they basically said, look, we're going to hire him, but we're putting you both on the same deal. Very, They were one and two. Wow. And we're going to put you on a very low deal for two years. Very low. For a big network show, you know? Oh, low for a network show. <laughs> yeah, but really low for a network show. Oh, really? Like, literally, I think around double what scale is oh my gosh right but that was part of the deal and she took it wow and the show went on and on 
um, they so made, believe they me, made after two years, they made money. a lot more money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they did fine. But but um, uh, she she had to put her put job on the line job. in order to even get him looked at. Wow. And and so true or not, and he can be odd. Mm-hmm. I I liked him a lot, but mm-hmm. um, he's he's weird. Yeah. Um, in certain ways, and he caused a little bit of trouble here and there, but nothing major. And so I think whoever whoever started the talk about him, I think they overdid it and it spread really fast. Yeah. And you know what I mean? That's what I also worry about too sometimes. Cause well, perception. Yeah. You know, um, is important. And some people think, well, we were talking about the other actress. Mm-hmm. I always thought she was great. My right. perception of her was that she's a lovely human being. Yeah. And your perception is totally different. Yeah. Why was that, by the way? Um, I mean, you don't have to be too specific. But. No, I just think that um, from looking back at it, I think that uh, for me, I feel like she kind of projected a lot of her issues on to me. So like Oh, so she directly treated you poorly. Um I wouldn't say she was ever harsh. Okay. She was just very not genuine with okay. me. So like if she said something nice, there was still something underneath it. You know, like kind of like a backhanded compliment. Oh, okay. So like when I, like for example, like when we had lunch, um we were all having lunch together. And I, I was on my second plate, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, but but again, it, there was barely anything on it. It was like maybe an, another slice of beef or whatever. Okay, all right. So I went back for a slice of beef or a steak or whatever. Yeah. And um, so I sat down. She didn't see my first plate, so she's just thinking that I'm eating just the slice of beef. So she oh. was saying like, "You should be eating more than that," you know, like. You like that's not enough food, like blah blah blah. Like even though she is like a rail, you know what I mean? Like right. well, I'm like a very, very healthy. Yeah. yeah, I'm like a healthy small woman. Right. And she, but she had to have been like, she's just very bony and very skinny. Uh-huh. So I felt like in that moment she was kind of projecting that on me when. Well, regardless, I of- told her I was like, no, this is my second plate. Like I do eat. Like sh- like I eat well. Right. <laughs> you right. Know? Right. Well, regardless of her, how she looks or whatever. Yeah. Well, I get your point about projecting, though. Yeah. I do get that. Yeah. But like, what business is is it of yours? What I eat. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And to point it out in front of like the whole. Cast, you know, the, not the whole cast, but the right. cast that to was there to that act day. Like she's helping you. Yeah, but it wasn't. But so, it's to shame you. Exactly. Right. So that's why it was. That's just like one example. She and that was just. I didn't have to deal with her too much on set because we really our characters were never, uh, never cross paths on the show. Oh really? Um, oh. Yeah. So I didn't really have to deal with her too much. Um, but just things like that, you know, where it's like. Like why are just you just general bad vibes? Yeah, huh? general bad vibes. Like, and was was that the feeling of other people? Like, no, no, it was it, honestly it was just oh uh, no lies. Um, there was one <laughs> other person that I actually had to work closely with. Crew or cast? Uh, cast. No, no, cast. I mean somebody that didn't like her. Did other people oh, agree with you? Oh, um, we'll get to the next nasty person. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's so many nasty. No, there really isn't. But uh, Brad's tabloid. Podcast. I know, right? Like now we're turning this whole podcast into like a <laughs> gossip, gossip, <laughs> gossip column. Um, so 
No, but I mean, were you the only one that felt that way or did other people or did you not notice? I think I might have been one of the only ones, but I think that's only because she was one of, she pinpointed me, you know, like I feel like out of everyone else, like she was very like nice and cordial and whatever too. But to me, I felt like she maybe would, there was the, the oh the young pretty girl that I'm threatened by. I that's mm. what I felt, and right. and I asked other people about it, and that's what they said too. Oh okay. So I felt like okay, so it's that insecurity thing uh-huh. coming out, and gotcha. so I didn't try to take it too personally, but you know I, I mean it was hard. It was like I loved. I, lo- I almost said her name. I loved her. I watched her growing up. You know what I mean? So it was like kind of weird. Yeah, she's been, I think, nominated for at least one Oscar. Yeah, um, she was nominated for one Oscar and, you know, multiple, many, multiple yeah. Emmys. She's been so, around a long time. Yeah. Great actress, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's too bad, you know, and and people make mistakes. So yeah. maybe we can chalk like that one be, up I feel like it'd be different if I saw her now. I'm, I'm such a different person than I was on that show regardless because right. I was just so young and naive and I didn't really know what was going on and I I mean just so many things I was such a like green girl on set like I had no idea what was happening around me which was kind of nice also because I was just so I didn't everything was just like I couldn't overthink anything right. because I just didn't know anything. Right. You know? So Oop. everything felt so raw and like natural, right. which was cool. But No, that's that's a good see, this is funny. I, I talked to Jeff Haley. I don't I don't know if you listen to his him? episode. Um I don't think I did. He's he's a steady cam operator, but um he has the most interesting story about getting into the business. Oh, okay. Um literally he was an intern on like Let's call it Monday. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it might not have even, it might have been Wednesday, I don't know. But um, within, well, on the second day, he was now working for the sound mixer. Oh, wow. Somehow. You, you'll hear the story. Yeah. But long story short, he went from, in one week, he mm-hmm. was in the sound union. What? <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> he came from, he went to Stanford. He came down to oh, LA wow. for the summer. To, to try to like get a PA job on a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got an internship like delivering sides and scripts to people, like the script intern. Oh, wow. And 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 was in the union and the uh, the the union boom operator on the movie during the second week. That's insane. <laughs> but anyway, the, <laughs> That's I, I, really cool. I I shouldn't even tell you anymore the story. You should listen to it. I it's will, I it's fascinating cuz it, yeah. cuz he's such an intelligent guy too. You, oh, you'll very you'll cool. see that. But my point of bringing this up was that we talked a lot about naivete mm-hmm. being really a good thing. So he was so naive, he didn't know how things worked and it yeah. so he just fell into stuff. Exactly. And in a certain way for you, your naivete helped your character, your performance. A hundred percent. Because probably, and this is not an insult, because you're you're you were young, yeah. you you didn't you probably didn't know as well as you do now how to form a character and how to control all that. So if you had yeah. all these other distractions going on like if you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if no, you noticed I, more of your surroundings and and knew what was up, what was you would have been paying more attention to that. To that a, stuff. Right. Exactly. It's, and I've, and I totally, I look back, even though I felt like I was a lost puppy, I, I know looking back that that was the best thing for me at that time. Right. Yeah. At that time, just to not know anything, to just focus on my, what, 
little I knew because I never worked on a television show. I've mm-hmm. never been on a professional set before. So just being so like just going to work and just being so open and available. Right. And that was it. Like other, you know, obviously learning my stuff ahead of time. But right. like once I was there, I was just I was just there and just trying to be as present as possible and I mean, not really pay saying- attention to everything either. Right. So right. sometimes going back, I'm like, oh, I wish I learned more because now I'm so much more interested in the filmmaking process right. and stuff like that. Sure. So, you know, as but as as an actor and I talk about this all the time is like we're so we're like meant we're like segregated uh-huh. on set, you yeah. know, like we're not. You really? they either take you away to your trailer. Yeah, they just want to get rid of done us and come back over. Yo, they yeah, want rid of you. So they bad. want they want to like get us out of there <laughs> and just like let us be happy in our trailers, like eating right. and you know right. reading or whatever, just away from it all. And it's it's so funny because now I'm like, well, I want to be like I want to know what's happening. Like I want to know what this guy does and this guy does because it's there's so many people on set and it's so hard. Like you can't. It's harder to form these relationships, I feel like, on set as an actor. Right. Even with the cast. Because, like, unless you all have been working together for four or five years, it's like, if I'm on a show for one season, it's we really don't have a lot of time to, like, build relationships, you know? Even right. if, if it's six months, like... It's yeah, well, a lot of times you're not even on set together. You're not in scenes together. Yeah. Um, even if you are, you're not you're not like hanging out like watching movies together no. you're, you're either learning your lines or yeah. you're in hair you're in makeup you're in wardrobe and the, like hair and makeup is probably where you like bullshit the most right? yes yes that's like i would say like hair and makeup people are but i mean even with the people. other actors because you're in there because you're all in there together right. exactly right. yeah that's where you that's mainly where you talk get, right you know? that's where you get a little of your friendship stuff exactly and that doesn't happen that often that you're in there together with this with person the same or t- at the right. same time yeah right so it is very isolating um on set and it's it's just it's interesting. It's you know, I know why they do it. I I get the whole reasoning behind it. Um, well, what, what why they do what keep you so why separated? they keep us separated from why everything? Why do you think it is? I just think that they first of all, I feel like you guys. There's a lot of things that most actors don't really care to watch, right. which is like you guys setting up everything and it's and it's all very technical and it's all very laborious and like all of these things. Yeah. So I think they just want us out of the way and like yeah. not, you know, trying That's to pretty, like right. and you know, not trying to distract you guys from what you guys are meant to do right. and getting everything set up and I it takes that's what takes time, you know. Right. When we're on set, I feel like things just fly by, you know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, I've had actors um, um, say, like, "Do you mind? I'll just stand in for myself. I'm not going to go back to my trailer." And they're like, "Okay, fine." But that's cool. I've never done that before. Well, actually, I have. For been example, I, have I did a movie in. with Carrie Russell, and she would do that sometimes. And That's she would cool. have like a Vanity Fair, and she would just read or or be on her phone. Yeah. And she chit chat with us a little bit, but like if we were working, mm-hmm. she was just standing in. Okay. You know, and if we asked her to look up and look that way, she'd do all the stuff the stand-ins would do. Oh wow! Um, I remember one particular time she was like, it was a scene in bed, so she was sitting in bed. <laughs> So she's just like, I'll just stay here. Like, I'll just I don't, I'm in wardrobe. Here. Like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You know? So um, 
but um um and then oh the best is alicia keys did that oh i love her oh yeah (laughs) but she did it i think it was one of our first scenes with her oh no it wasn't our first scene it was the end of our first day i think but it was Mm -hmm. like four in the morning oh god on a on a friday night you know saturday morning yeah and um there was this whole scene and they record music live on empire oh they do yeah oh which is awesome. Wow, that's they so ADR cool. some of it too. I think yeah. they might mix it depending. But they play live? They play live and we rec- they record f- to try to go for air. Wow. They don't always uh, I was talking to the mixer about it. Yeah. They, um it's a hard thing to do. I'm, yeah, sounds um, difficult. But um but they record it that way with the intention of using as much as they can. So that's wow. like live performances. That's just in, crazy. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Right. So her and Jussie yeah, uh, which, <laughs> which is a whole other. Story. We don't even need to talk yeah, about that's yeah. been, but um, <laughs> but her and Jesse were doing a scene, and mm-hmm. you know whatever personal stuff. He's a very talented musician very. and singer, and yes. so she was playing piano, and he was he was singing, mm-hmm. and so we rehearsed it, we blocked it, mm-hmm. and then they're like, okay, uh, you know how long? We'll be forty five, whatever, and they send them to wardrobe. But Alicia was already in wardrobe, so she was she was sitting at the piano. So she's like, do you guys mind if I just sit here and play? And the AD was like, well, you're, you're going to have to stand in for yourself. So if you're going to do that, you have to stay the whole time. You can't like get up. And she's like, no, no, I, I won't. I, I, do you mind if I play a little? Aww. And he's like, okay, fine. But it's, you know, it's our 65th hour of the week. You guys or, are really you, tired. Yeah. yeah. But, but so me and the other operator are sitting there like we're waiting for lighting. You know, we're just keeping our eye on our frame and all that stuff yeah and she's playing and she starts playing classical and then she's like playing her hits and then she's singing a little and we're just me and him just looked at each That's other so and we were cool. like because i'm a little further from her than i am from you right now oh wow she's giving me the the front she's row her of the front coolest row of her concert sh- yeah of her ever. show yeah so awesome that is so cool and she was a, she was a sweetheart but anyway that that's a rare thing but but you yeah. know if you're ever in that situation and you want to pay attention to what's going on ask I, that's such a great thing i've never i mean sometimes definitely on the lower budget stuff where they don't even have stand-ins right, for right. you like sure. you're just you're standing in for yourself mm-hmm. um but yeah i i i want to try that more because i'm definitely more into recently you know are now and i have become more into like learning about writing process right. and directing i know he just bought a camera and, yeah he right. just got like a black magic so right yeah we're just like i'm really interested and now going back i'm like oh i wish i was just like more on set you know but obviously like well i was gonna say before when you were talking about i wish you know you knew more and whatever i think you find out the things to know that you need to know when you need to know them yeah you know and and you can you can go out and 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 research and learn stuff but Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to know what to research until you get to the point where you know, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's so true. It's a ridiculous way of saying that. No, but I know what you mean. (laughs) I think at the right moments, like, these things come to you. So, like, I was able to work on set and really get to the point where I'm comfortable as an actor on set, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's why now I feel like, okay, because I'm so comfortable and I'm really like in the flow of what that is because before I mean in my first I'd be so nervous Mm -hmm. 
and there's all these cameras and you're right. like oh, what is it's it's nerve-wracking and you're like really try to pretend it's not there but it's it's hard it's a very big you know black thing sure, and there right are people and the, moving around yeah, back there and there's yeah. so many people around like um so at first it was daunting but now i'm so comfortable with it i like love it it's just now i'm ready i'm like okay because now i feel so good in this i'm like ready to learn about Right. You know, all the other things that happen. And, and another thing, if you do want to spectate a little more, um, when you're working, like let's say they tell you, you know, you have a 1 p.m. call mm-hmm. and the, the crew calls 10, you could roll in it. You can roll in at 10 yeah. and hang out. Nobody will care. Yeah. You won't be on the clock. <laughs> I won't obviously. be on the clock. Yeah. But, but, you know, they, for the most part, I don't think they'd really care. Yeah. Um, is it, at least if you tell the second second yeah, or whoever, just, make sure I just let be them like, know. "Hey, I'm going to come early just to watch a little tomorrow." Is that cool? Like if you know they have a a big stunt day or a yeah. big whatever. Like I've had actors come up when we were doing stunts that came to a crazy location to watch us blow oh. a car up. Oh, fun! And flip a flip a, um, a a car into a tractor trailer. Oh wow! And um, the John Corbett. Um, oh. Yeah, he's like, I don't know why, but he always liked me, and we, he would always come up to me, and he's like, hey, where, where, sh- where are we safe to stand? And I'm like, they told me here. That was <laughs> a weird one. They blew a thing up, and the, the, the hood went like oh, it flew? 150 feet in the air, which it was supposed to blow off, uh-huh. but the wind caught it, and it came towards... <gasps> it didn't it didn't come that close, but it came way it further coming... than it was supposed to. Oh, god! So in that case, the stunt guys were great, because or the mm-hmm. coordinator. They, they backed us off like extra oh good so that in case of in case of that right happen. i've had the other where they they're like you can be here and then the stunt happens like you know shit's blowing up near you yeah That's and then you're good. like feeling the heat and like ugh. well i mean let's see recently that producer died um he got squashed or or got very very injured i thought died but i forget I what show big network show they had monitors set up yeah they had monitor or writer producer you know yeah. above the line person yeah and they were watching monitors in between these like shipping containers <gasps> and the stunt went a little wrong hit one of the shipping containers and the, those guys got crushed in between them <gasps> that happened to an, a steady cam operator on um god ncis la i think oh wow he got I don't know the whole story, but he essentially the same thing, but he had his rig on and that saved him. But like oh, good. broke half the bones in his body. Like wow. bad, bad. Oh gosh. <clears throat> um, yeah, people don't realize sometimes how dangerous right. set is yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I've been through, like I've done a couple stunts myself mm-hmm. and I mean, I, like what kinds of stunts? I thoroughly enjoy them, but like I've been on wires. Okay, cool. And um, do they pay you for stunts for that? I guess they would. Yeah, it makes I, sense. I don't know if they do. I would, I would have to look into that. I don't know if they pay because these are the like that's the thing. These are like that was like a lower budget. Oh, okay. Indie, so gotcha. you know, right? Um, and so. And of course, they ask you like, "Are you comfortable to do this?" You right. know, like, "Do you think you would want to?" And I'm, and I'm just like, "Yeah, like, I'm down. I'm really, I like, I enjoy physical, like, stuff on set. Like, right. I, I enjoy like a, a physical characters and like, doing things that, that push me because that's exciting. Like, that's when I get like really, sure, really like, I don't know, ready. Um, and so 
just the, like the visceral feeling of that, uh-huh. you know, like that adrenaline, like that's really fun. And I don't really get that in my normal day to day life. So when I'm on set, it's it's really cool um, to have those opportunities. You but just you just have to watch out for yourself, especially I, sh- I have to, yeah. especially on these indie things yeah. where. You know, you don't know, you know, and even on big stuff, you don't know who's wired this stuff. No, I, that's the thing. I've had to learn that because I've gotten well, the, hurt, but like not right. not enough to be like, I'm going to sue you guys. But, right. you know, like it at, at that point, like you are the only one that's in con- like either someone's holding you on a wire. So mm-hmm. they are kind of controlling you. Of course, you but, depend on them to not fall to the ground. Exactly. Right. Um. But I've gotten hurt plenty of times. I've gotten many scratches, many bruises, many right. yeah. But um, well, scratches and bruises are one thing, and, yeah. and you know, you're doing a stunt. That stuff's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. And stunt people are always kind of hurt, you know. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. But um, um, no. What I mean, like, you need to watch out before you start doing it. Like, pay attention to the way the crew talks about. It. If people seem really nervous about stuff, Don't. you probably should be too. You know what I mean? Honestly, I did a I did a stunt like that where I was um climbing a a ladder to a window and then the ladder is supposed to like fall from from my feet oh and um or does it fall or is it it might it might have just like shaken or whatever and you fall off or something yeah i don't i don't fall off but i'm holding on for dear life okay gotcha for for, from the windowsill so oh i remember like people were like like are you like are you sure you want to do that you know like right, being right, right. really like really scared about me doing this because i wasn't on a wire for that how high up were you i was like uh, on a it was probably like a second story window and i wasn't i was just on it was just the ladder and they have holding a pad the below window that? Sill. they had pads and stuff or they must have had pads i can't really remember it was like really a long time ago it was like four years ago maybe but um yeah. yeah, I remember I remember them being like really like are you sure like you don't have to, you know, like right, that right, kind right, of right. thing. Yeah. And I was like, "No, no, I'll do it. Like it's cool." And and it and it, it, and it was fine. Like nothing right. happened, but um yeah, I you do have to be so careful. So they so you were hanging on your own power off of On my own power. Pa- yeah, from my own. Yeah. They didn't strength. have you See, they should have had you in a in a harness and rigged from inside. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> I would think. I mean, It would make sense. But that's not what Because that's easy to not see. Yeah. You know, it would be like oh, one totally. wire running right up in front of you. Like, yeah. It would be really easy. And they look, I'm not a stunt rig or anything, but I, wi- or a grip, but it would be a pretty easy thing to rig, I think, for, for them. sure. But, um, yeah. And I don't, I don't believe I was, I don't believe I was harnessed. I, uh, I can't, I can't remember, but you would I, know if you were. I feel like exactly like I, re- that feeling, like, you know, it's yeah, that very sounds, uncomfortable. That sounds, yeah. See, even a stunt person. On, so this was low budget, right? But yes, again, right. another so, low budget. So on on a on a on something a little bigger that's union and everything. Yeah, I think they the stunt person even would be harnessed. Yeah, because you know if you fall there, you can break both. You could die. I could. I could. But, I could definitely break my legs. <laughs> you break your back. You could yeah. end your career right yeah, there. Right there. Like I would say. Well, let me ask you a question. Would you do that now? No. Okay. No. All right. So you learn from that experience. Also, I probably wouldn't have done that. If looking back, I would have never done that. 
production okay, <laughs> at but, all. You know okay, what I mean? fine. But I mean, yeah. but, but you know what? It turns out this is a valuable experience for you for you to learn from it was if even if the movie experience. was terrible or yeah. you didn't like working on it or whatever it was at least yeah. you got that out of it i did to know not to do that to again. know not to do right. it exactly which is a valuable lesson to learn and i'm happy those lessons happened very early in my career that i was able to like right know what you know because even, even things even though things are union it's like there's still uh, people are always trying to like find like loopholes you know oh yeah and so that that was something that was something i had to learn too it's like just because it's a union doesn't mean that like it's gonna be like well they'll ask you to wave things yeah right i've had that too um there's an there's a it's for you you have an agent yeah so you have a buffer I but do, yeah. Do you just me, get hired straight from mm-hmm. like direct contact? Yeah, either I know somebody or I've been referred to somebody. Oh, that's whatever. cool. Yeah, or I've worked with them for years. Or you know, yeah, every situation is different. Yeah. yeah, but um, uh, I have had an actor bring me on a movie. Oh, that's cool. So I just done one with him, and he brought me on a on another one. Oh, that's awesome! And I, and I didn't even know about it until like a month into the job. Oh, crazy. really? Yeah. So they just brought you in, like I didn't know why they called production? me. Well, it was Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, okay. And I'd done a movie with him, and then this producer called, and blah blah blah, and he's like, "Hey, we're doing this other movie," and and I was like, "Great!" And we made a deal, and I did it. And a month in, I was talking to Cuba, and he's like, "Oh, that's why." I, that's why I brought you up here, because blah blah blah. Because he liked he liked how I helped him out sometimes. Oh, that's nice. Like when he'd miss a mark or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not really doing that much, but I get you know he just he's a loyal he, guy. He, and he was cool. Yeah, yeah. He appreciated. Yeah. He, he said you worked hard, and you know. That's amazing. Yeah, it was good. But anyway, sorry. Um, but so we were talking about a whole other thing. So um um when you have a you have this little buffer for mm-hmm. me my attitude is like okay be nice there's no reason to argue but i'm like no like yeah. the thing they've asked me mostly is to to wave my turnaround mm. which by the way i don't think i'm even allowed to do uh, yeah that's... we signed a contract together mm-hmm. i'm not allowed to break the contract like yeah. calling it waving is like them going let's cheat together you exactly. know but it sounds legit yeah, but it's not. Right. So for you, if you don't want to do I'd go just call the agent and, you know, be like, be nice about it. But no, I'm not doing whatever. Yeah. I've had I've had a lot of things where on like whether it was like first day of production or through the shoot where I've had to call up, you know, my agent and mm-hmm. my manager and be like, this is not right. <laughs> like, right. I need you guys to fix this because it's not OK. Right. You know, Um well, you know what? But by the way, I was gonna say to you before we kind of got off the topic. But mm-hmm. regarding stunts, mm. whatever you're doing, if there's some inherent danger involved, whether you're doing a stunt or not, it's fine for you. Because you, you said when I was early in my career, you're still very early. In your I career. know. I I have a hard time <laughs> with that. I'm like I've only been out here four years, right? Four and a half years, right? But but what I was gonna say, what I was gonna say is, it's okay for you to ask questions. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. if there's a gun in the scene. Like, show me what's inside well, that you, gun. <laughs> well, you have the right to look down the barrel and see yeah. that it's empty. And, you yeah. know, it, every they will walk around. The armorer will walk around to every single person on set and show them that it's empty. That it's empty. Mm-hmm. Most people take 
the AD's advice. Yeah. The AD, the first AD looks at it and says, okay, I've seen it. It's empty. If you want to have a look too, come on. Uh-huh. You know? And I once in a while will because they're two feet away. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but, you know, things happen. And, and so point being like, if there's anything like that, it's always okay for you to say, hey, look, I'm not trying to, you know, just what happens when this or what happens if that goes there or what happens if he falls over, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um you, it's okay to ask those questions. And, and if their answer is, uh, I don't know, that's a bad that's sign. That's a problem. <laughs> right. And, you know, so it, actually you can find out a lot about how prepared they are yeah, by asking one or two questions. questions. Right. Like what happens if the, if the, if the, the thing falling misses its mark? Mm-hmm. They go, oh, well, if that happens, then he's going to jump over here and then they're going to do this. and blah. You know, and then yeah. you're like, oh, they're on it. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. But if they're like, uh, oh, good question. You're like, <laughs> we're not doing this until the question gets answered. Exactly. You know? So anyway, I that's just wanted to let advice. you know. No, well, you're young yeah. and, you know, it's good to know that, like, you have... Um, uh, what's the word everybody's using now? Agency, right? You Agency. have, you have, well, you're in control of yourself. Yes. They're not, just because you work for them doesn't mean they control what you do. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, obviously this is all couched in the idea that you don't want to be a pain in the ass to anybody. Of course. But it's not being a pain in the ass to ask about safety stuff, of you know? Course. Or just in general, you know? So anyway. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. Cause I, I definitely, very early on, I was, very quiet on set like I just wanted to be invincible you know invisible because like I didn't want right because you're probably afraid of doing the wrong thing yeah and your confidence isn't there yet yeah yeah so I just was like I never asked questions even if I didn't know like I said I didn't know what was going on but I still didn't ask any questions you know um like because you don't have the experience to know to ask exactly exactly I was just like and you're a little fish out of water yeah I felt a little out of place like all that kind of stuff you don't feel like you have a friend on set so you're kind of alone yeah right and it's like when you're i will say that um you know john ridley who was the um was that your first job that was my first job it's um american crime yeah american crime that's crazy it was crazy um but he was amazing in the sense that like he knew he's the creator of the show he's the creator yeah yeah. and he uh, he knew that um i was green obviously yeah so my first day on set like he walked me he like came up to me like grabbed me and like walked me around set and showed me where everything was and like this is the sound guy like this is like I'm gonna have you walk through here and then you're gonna sit here and like he like was he directing he was directing that oh, episode okay, cool. yeah um but he just let me know like he was very like calm and like but he's a very his demeanor is like so insanely calm is like, it like yeah like nothing I've never seen anything bother him that's so you know nice. what I mean like everything is just like He's just cool, so he never calm, gets worked collected. up on set and never screams seen and yells him. Yeah. Or right. Never ever. I've never seen that man raise his voice. That's um, great. Even when he's happy. Like I just never seen right, him. Right, right, he's right. just like um he's awesome. But even tempered. Yeah, yeah. So even tempered. That's good. And yeah, and I mean it's great as a leader, you know, yeah. like you want that. Yeah, because that falls down. Yeah. Everybody else kind of exactly. acts the way he acts, right? And so yeah. I was very spoiled in that sense as as first well. job. You know, first job, everyone's chill. It's almost a bummer because you know how good it can be. I know exactly. <laughs> that was the thing. And I didn't know how good it was, you know, because I, I, right. I had no nothing to compare it to. Right. 
So God, imagine coming into such a great show like that, like that atmosphere as first timer and not even understanding how rough it can be and screaming and yelling and problems. people with like (laughs) mental issues. Like, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was hard because like everything I did after that, like even till this day, never compares to like what it was on that set. So I, I like looking back, I was like, wow, like I was so, I I mean, I knew how, how lucky and blessed I was, but I just didn't realize like that show was so successful because of, of the way it was like the, 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 the way like he generated this atmosphere on set, like that he was in charge of that. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like everyone knew like what, they were there for and like that they were all also valued you know like everyone felt like they were valued and because john made sure that they knew like yeah he he, wanted them he went out of his way to yeah to show them that exactly that's great so that's good leadership yeah you're great leadership so yeah i just felt like and then everyone was so supportive of each other and like that kind of i just i've never quite have gotten that again it gives you something to look forward to exactly you know because you'll get on another show like that for sure actually i want to talk to you about how you got that job being your first job ever but first let's take a little break because i'll get you more water and i'll get myself another white cloth get some white cloth all right we're back from break you got some good cat time there yes i did charlie (laughs) i love her already uh she's a cutie she's so sweet um yeah so we were talking about american crime and yes. I'm I'm interested. I did not know that that was your first job ever. Yes, that was my very first job. I mean, I moved it's one out of, here, and that's the first thing that happened. So, okay, we already talked about it. you grew up in Florida. You went to the University of Florida. I went to the University of Florida. And you told me basically uh, the other day. You told me um, that you essentially graduated and moved to LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, right away. Right away. Yeah, my mom wasn't very happy about that, but I. Like two weeks after graduating, I was home and then I booked my flight and I was here. Wow. I just had no time to waste. But that's also because I had, I, w- I interned at an agency the summer before I graduated mm. um, to get also credit. Um, elect- oh, in Orlando? In, no, or in, in LA. Kissimmee? Oh, here. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I came here for a summer. Gotcha. And, um, Which agency? It was AEFH talent agency i don't think i know that one but they're I, like a, I have a, no talent, a mid-tier so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like a mid-tier uh agency okay. um it was a great learning experience and as an actor it was super helpful because i knew exactly what i needed to do when it came to getting representation and all, all that right. stuff because you saw people doing it i saw i knew uh you know what agents were looking at and also, the timing uh, was perfect because I um, that that's when the diversity conversation was really like starting starting yeah and right. um, and actually like I start I started seeing a lot of uh, trades about um, Gina Gina Rodriguez mm. and I was like uh, she was she was so similar to me in some ways that I was like this is crazy it's true you you do look. Um, a bit alike. Yeah, a li- yeah, a little in the appearance, but also I didn't even know. But my family 
we're my family's from Chicago, okay. and so her family's from Chicago. My fa- her our families actually know each other. No, from Chicago. Yeah, I had no idea of that until I I asked your family my aunt, like your parents though. Or? My my yeah my aunts and my mainly my aunt um and my uncle who uh, wow that's it's a small such world such a small such a small <laughs> world. So when I. I knew I found that out, and then um, just because, and she, you know, she was like a theater kid like me, and um, we were both Puerto Rican, and just so many like similarities that I was just like, okay. I assumed if you she were Puerto Rican because you, yeah. you grew up in Kissimmee. Yes, <laughs> we all live there. It's like a little Puerto Rico. It didn't. It wasn't like that when I when, when I when you was were living up. there. No, because my friend Howie is Puerto Rican, and he oh, grew yeah. up downtown. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, uh, off topic. But no, but we are totally. There are a lot of Puerto Ricans. There are a lot of Puerto Ricans. More Puerto Ricans there than. Uh, than in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think New York is. New York's number, number one. Number one. <laughs> but then, yeah, Kissimmee is like number two. It's so funny. I know. We all, we all like our, you know, we all migrate together. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then um, when, I, when I saw she was doing it and making a name for herself, I was like, okay, I feel like this is a great time for me to like be here. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, did you, were you a drama student in college? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I studied acting. I was um, a BFA uh, acting major in college and I did drama growing up. I, I've done musicals since I was like eight years old. So, oh really? Yeah. I've done, I've you can been, sing. yeah, I can oh, I sing. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. So I've been doing, uh, I, I started in theater and that's kind of where I fell in love. And then as I got older, I, I realized I wanted to focus more on acting. So um, doing well, straight you mean plays. screen acting. Yeah, screen yeah. acting and um, straight plays, you know, not as much as like the. Oh, musicals. Big musicals. Yeah. Um, I see what you meant. Yeah. Instead of the singing and dancing, more in the acting. Yes, I exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. I gotcha. Um, so yeah. And so I started doing more straight plays in high school and college and then, um, didn't really have any screen acting experience. Didn't have any, but even like classes, like hadn't taken classes at all until I moved out here. Um, and so right away I got into, into classes and, um, got a job working at a restaurant that all happened. My first day in LA, I had, I got a job working at a restaurant that was like down the street from Your where I was living. Day? My first day, it was crazy. <laughs> where were you? Where'd you? What part of town? Did I was you... in Hollywood. Oh, I was okay. like in the. Which gutter. restaurant were you working at? I was working at Thirty Three Taps on Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. Okay. You know where that is? Yeah. Next to the Pantages. Yeah, it um, used to be an Irish. Yeah, it used to be an Irish pub. Yeah. And then they changed it management change and all that right ownership and all that but um yeah that was my first job and then that also that's a good first job because that's a busy restaurant it was busy honestly i didn't looking back i was like i complained so much about that place but looking (laughs) back it was a great first job like as a server like I was making good money. Like, right. you know, it was it was very stressful because it was like the Pantages rush. So we would have the entire restaurant would be filled right before the show. And then get empty. And then it would get <laughs> empty immediately when the show started. <laughs> so we made all this money in like two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a mess because I like my section was full. I had maybe 20 tables. You know, it was just like ridiculous. 20 tables. Yeah, oh it was ridiculous. Um, I understand why you complain, though, because... 
you want to be an actor, you don't want to be I a server. I don't want to be a server. Yeah. And that's hard work. It's hard. And yeah. I, and this was a two-level restaurant. Yeah, and yeah. most of my section was upstairs. Oh, so I'm up, like I have trays and I'm going Climbing up and I'm running yeah. up and down these stairs. I know those stairs. It's that big stairway right in the middle. Yeah, right, right. in the middle. So uh, it was just really hard. Really hot too. Just like. Right. It was it was hard work. But um, it, it did serve its purpose, purpose for the time. So. Um, and then also on my first day, I had a meeting with a manager and that ended up being my manager like a week later. Wow. Yeah. So like okay. I, my first day in LA was like out of a movie. <laughs> Did they invite you to join the union? No, 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 no. Not yet. <laughs> All right. Um, that happened like six months later. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> what a long way. I know. Jeez. You're like second to Jeff Haley. In this I, it was honestly like it, it, very crazy. So how did that job, how did that first job American crime happen? Did you, by the way, did you get an agent first? No, I got a manager first. No, no, but I understand. But did oh, you get oh, an oh. agent before the job? I did. Yeah. Okay. I had, I had just gotten with my agent. Maybe we'd been together like a month or so. Okay. Um, Are you still with the same agent? I am, but oh, okay. he's moved around. He's, he's, he was at Talent Works and now he's at Buckwalls. And you've moved with him? I've moved with him. Oh, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's happened to me a lot actually, um, recently, but, um, yeah, so my, I think can't remember i think my agent must have gotten me the the audition but um it was like july so it was around this time mm-hmm. um and i was i i had been auditioning a lot so i i had a very interesting story the fact that like i've never been one of those actors that like didn't have auditions like i was constantly auditioning and for like really big stuff really? I had nothing on my resume right um but my managers at the time were really like hustlers they're small boutique management company um and also my a- type I think was just so needed. Well, you're a young, pretty woman. Yeah. And there's, you know, they're always looking for their next ingenue, you uh, know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and so, you know, <laughs> I, I, I understand that. Yeah. It, you know, if I, if I wanted to be an actor and I went out, there's very specific, you know. Yeah, it's like a specific <clears throat> Old, ugly dude. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know if they even have breakdowns that say that. If they do, that would be like, of course I'd, they I'd do. be really upset if there was like a breakdown like that and I went out for it. Look, like, that's the thing. Like, I have ugly. a couple of actor friends. Um, uh, one in particular is, um, what's the right way to... He's odd looking. He's just yeah. He's quirky. Or, uh, yeah, the quirky, yeah, quirky might be uh, you know. And he and he's got kind of a weird voice, and he's kind of big and brash. Yeah. And he gets commercials all the time. Oh, I'm hundred percent. But he's not. So they're always looking for the young pretty girl. Yeah. But they're also always looking for like the weird guy with a weird mole and long hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're all different, all different. Types. But he, do, I'm, I, I guarantee he doesn't get. He's he doesn't not auditioning audition like as crazy. much. No, right. no. He goes out for very specific. Right. He maybe things. has one a week. Exactly. But he books like thirty percent of his jobs. But he books a jobs. lot because there's he's a right. very specific type. That exactly right. There's not a lot like him. Exactly yeah. right. I'm interested too because he lost like sixty pounds. He went on. Um, Wow. Some kind of fasting diet? Have you heard of this? Intermittent fasting? Yes. I do that, yeah. Okay, so you only eat does does the is this what the rock does? I don't know if the rock he might do it. Because he only eats between He has an eight like, hour window. I don't know if it's eight hours, but I know that he only eats in a certain time period. But yeah. he eats like eight times. 
I, oh. And I know that's not part of the. Well, he, he eats, is the rock, so he needs to eat. Well, he a eats lot. chicken. Own, like chicken and rice, that's it, I think, or oh, really? something. He eats the same thing every time. Oh, ew. Every day. I don't like that. Um, I wouldn't be able to do that. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, but, I couldn't do that. Um, but, especially not, not, I'm sure it's not covered in butter like I like it. Yeah, so. exactly. He is like the plainest <laughs> of chicken. Anyway, yeah, there's actors. I mean, obviously, you have to pay attention to your appearance. Yeah, of course. Like health and all that stuff is very important. So why are you on that diet? And it's not, this is not an average. I'm just curious because yeah. I kind of do that because a lot of times I don't eat in the morning. I don't either. I just, I'm not a morning breakfast person, to be honest. Right. I don't, I don't like to eat the first thing when I'm up in the morning. I just, I, I've never been that way. So it kind of just works for me lifestyle wise because I just have never, Right. I would always skip breakfast and I'm, I'm usually hungry around like one to two PM anyways. Right. So that's when I'll. I'll eat and I usually will try to like have my bigger meal later on so like eight or nine I'll Mm -hmm. have a big meal but earlier than that I'm just kind of snacking I'm not having like a really big meal right and so see I I'm kind of on a late schedule right now staying up late yeah but um so when I wake up I'm not hungry right away Mm -hmm. but if I know that if I don't eat I will just put it off and put it off and put it off and then I'll be starving. It'll starving. be lunch. You yeah. know what I mean? It'll be one in the afternoon and I'll be like hangry. Yeah. <laughs> and so I always, I try to force myself to eat something, to eat something Yeah. because if I don't do it kind of, kind of right away, yeah. I You'll won't forget. Yeah. I'll just keep putting it. I tend to be a procrastinator <laughs> you know? um, and it's, it's healthy for you to, you know, eat when you're hungry. A hundred percent. So yeah. So um, you know, if you're not hungry till one, that's fine. You know, yeah, exactly. I, I met a guy a long time ago. He eats once a day, and he's cool with it. Yes. It's really weird. Uh, but. Yeah, you're. You have to listen to your body and those things. Like for me, I've recently become. Well, there's. I've had some like health things going on, so I've had to be very. Um, cognizant of what I'm eating because mm-hmm. before I would just kind of eat whatever and right. now I have to be more specific on like what I can and cannot eat um so like I've cut out a lot of things mm-hmm. um well you're still young enough yeah. that you can create habits for yourself that you can do for the rest of your life you yeah know? That's like good true. habits that's true I guess it's true for anybody anybody can do that you can like change it's but just, it's harder when it's, you're older exactly yeah when you're an old man like me <laughs> I, I heard what you meant that Tony no <laughs> not a, old man just older, more, more wise. No, but it is easier when you're when you're younger, and you know, yeah. Uh, um, to we're still trying to figure habits. it out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we got way off. I know topic. we did. We were doing which that is a fine. Lot. I don't it's care. <laughs> Believe me, we're covering much, all the bases. Pretty much every podcast, I get way off topic. <laughs> um, but there are things I want to talk to you about, including how you got into the oh, business. Yes. Which so, so so day one, and then okay, so you got a manager. Got a, a manager. Month later. Um, got a manager right away, and then uh, probably like five months later, I got an agent. Um, and that was a fun experience too, because like nobody wanted to take me on. <laughs> so, uh, well, you had no, I had no experience. experience. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so you I probably was, got one of the smaller I was really agents, lucky. Right? It, Talent Works is like a, a mid tier again. So, oh, okay. like, not too small, but, um, 
you know, not huge like CIA. Um, and so that was that they were the only pre- they were the only agency that wanted to work with me. So I went with them and we <laughs> had no choice. I know you, you like, selected the one, that... the one that actually <laughs> wanted to work with me. <laughs> Such a hard sa- decision. But that says something. I mean, you yeah. know, they saw something in you and they gave you a shot. Exactly. It doesn't cost and them anything. And that's why I've been loyal you. to, you know, my agent because he did take a chance and, um, well, it worked and, out and it, well worked, it worked out very well for them because a month later I booked American crime. So were you auditioning a lot before them? I was auditioning so a lot. My manager getting was getting me out oh, cool. a lot. Because I came out and it was pilot season. So I'm telling you like right away. Like when I, the week after is when I signed with them. What's a lot that of... That same week I started getting pilot auditions for like... Wow. Like series regular like roles. Like really legit stuff. Really legit stuff, yeah. What, what's a lot of auditioning for an actor? I mean, for me, I'd imagine it's a couple a day, but... Yeah, I mean, if you have, like, four or five in a week that are theatrical auditions, that's a really busy week. Theatrical as in as TV in or TV movies? As in TV film, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Four yeah. or five, right. Like, commercial auditions aren't as... Like, if you have four or five a week, that's not as... I mean, you don't, there's not much to prepare if, right. if they, they're quicker and easier they're quicker and easier yeah it's, you just have the more than anything it's how you look <laughs> yeah exactly it's just going in there looking Do like you what, fit they in want, with what they want and that's right. it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um and so yeah so four to five like theatrical auditions a week is like kind most of, people kind aren't of doing like that hell. many but I wouldn't say a lot of people do that many at all. Right. Yeah, I would say maybe well, three, maybe two. I imagine that's really tough with the job because the audition, they may have windows of when you can come in, but like, yeah, it's not just like come by when you can. Like no. if you're, when you're off your shift at 33 taps. Yeah. Like, it's either like I get an audition while I'm at work for the next day. Uh-huh. So I know I get off at like 9, 30, 10. So I know that I have from like 10, 30 to whenever to prepare it for the next day. Right. So, yeah, when you have a side job, it gets really tricky to try to balance everything and schedule Right, and you obviously need the money. I need, yeah. So you can't just like I can't t- quit like the job. Give, yeah, I can't give away a shift for, you know. Right. I have to take it. So Right, right. Yeah, it gets it gets kind of tricky. But then um when you have a flexible job like a serving job or if you really need to replace yourself you can, right? Yeah, like right. if things get rough, you know, that you can always call in, you know, or something. But yeah, you or call find it, coverage call in sick, really cool really quick. Yeah, yeah, call in sick or get coverage last <laughs> right. minute or something. Right. Um but yeah, I mean the actor life is very difficult cuz you basically have to juggle all of these different jobs and obviously you want to focus more on the acting, but life, you know, yeah. happens and you need to pay your bills. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, so then you went to this audition. Yeah, so I got American this Crime. audition. Did you feel better about this than any of the others? No, not at all. Like I went into it. Were there any? Well, let me ask you this first. Yeah. Were there any that you went to and you're you're just like I fucking nailed it. I got. I think I got this one. Um. Or did you ever feel probably, that way? Probably. I, I probably felt that way, but never nothing ever. Honestly, right, my gauge is if, if I feel that way, I probably didn't get it. That's my gauge now, because like I can't trust that what I think is right is what they're thinking is what they want. So right. like from now on, I'm like, 
that felt awesome, but I'm not going to get it because it felt awesome. Right. Um, so you have to learn to temper your expectations. A yeah, little. I just totally like. They say about actors, you have to you have to get used to the word no and not let it bother you, right? Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> and it's not like we're actually hearing no. It's just that we don't hear anything. You know, right? Like we just like, or if you get a little further in, like if you get a further in, pass exactly. Then you know that it's a no or not right now, or you know something like that. We really love her, but we're going in a different direction. Yeah, love that, love that. Hear that all the time. It's hard for them too because they have to make a choice, and they 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 a lot of times they generally just do like you. Yeah, Uh, when you get that far, it's already a win. You know, if you've gotten a call, that's actually it's actually great for your resume almost, right? It's not on your resume. It's not there, but it's a spoken thing. Like, oh, she got really deep for that part that everybody loves so much. My agent will use that to pitch me. You know, to get you in the room with a casting director or whatever. And then that's also a a relationship you've built with a casting director that they called you back and that you know and that they like you. Like that's that's always going to come back to you. They're going to think of you for For the next stuff that you might not be able to get in which on happens your name. exactly which right. happens all the time that's great that's yeah. great okay so you went to this audition you thought it went yeah. shitty i thought it was <laughs> yeah honestly i thought it was like whatever you know right. like never would have thought anything and at this point i'd never gotten a call back for anything was it just with the casting director or yeah it was okay. with kim coleman um and it was just her i think yeah i think she was like operating the camera and everything too um and because yeah, they record all of these on video, yeah, for posterity. they're all on like camcorders. <laughs> right, it's like right, right. the worst quality <laughs> stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and then I went. I actually had to shoot a music video the next day, so I went and did that. Wait, so you had gotten a job? I had gotten a job. I had gotten it on my own too. Oh, yeah. I just. I guess I self submitted from like LA casting or something. It was for this like electronic DJ. Um, music video. Oh, okay. Um, and that was really fun. So I did that, and then while I was, I'm sure on you made big bucks on that. Oh yeah, tons of money. It was non-union. Fifty dollars a day. It was yeah. No, I, <laughs> you're I like I gave up a shift for this. I I actually yeah no yeah. I did. Um, just <laughs> but to it's say experience. just to say I it's was experience. like yeah, yeah just to say I did it you know. Yeah. Um, and then on set I got the call back. So oh, so you were working. I was working next day. And for the next day, of course. Wow. So I was like, oh, I'm getting out of here probably like late. So um, and the callback sides were different. So I went and all, also the sides are like fake sides. Like you, I have no idea. It's out of context. At that point, it's, it was so under wraps, you know, the right. whole show, especially right. after the Emmy season they had before. Right. Um, which oh, I me, knew nothing about. By let me the way. say one thing, by the way. All my camera operator friends know this, but my other listeners don't probably know what sides are. Oh, oh, sides. So yeah. sides are just like a portion of the script that you're. So sides on set are what you're shooting that day. Yeah. Sides in your case are what you're going to do for the audition. Sides. Yeah. So w- they would be really small. They'd be like maybe one scene, maybe two scenes, maybe one or two. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. They like to get a little crazy and you have like four scenes and it's like 10 pages and you're like, I'm doing half the script. Like, this is crazy. Um, right. But yeah, usually it'll be like two scenes. Right. I would right, say right, right. on the average. Okay. Just to explain what sides yeah. are. So so everybody's with you. Yes, okay, everybody so you, understands So you saying. get the sides and they're different. Yeah. I get the I get the new sides. They're different. And so, um, I'm you know, I work on them again like the night before. Go in. This time we're at ABC. How important is it? Sorry, I keep interrupting no, you. No, it's okay. To be off book or like to have all your lines memorized in an audition. So, 
Um, I understand it's a good thing, but, you know. Yeah, obviously you don't want your face in the page, you know. Yeah. You want to be up and engaging with the reader. Right. Um, But they do understand if you're not completely off book. Like if you have to look down for a line or, you know. Sure. And there's also a technique to that as well of like how to use the page in an audition and kind of flash it to yourself to help yourself yeah stuff, where right. like it becomes part of your behavior rather gotcha. than oh i forgot my line and then coming back up and it looking like an actor rather right. than the character right. you know right right um so yeah that's interesting that that's really funny to, like you use it as part of your character almost or or, or a prop almost yeah, right yeah almost yeah. as a prop too because sometimes you actually have like you're reading something. If it's a letter, you're opening a letter. Like you can use your. You sides can actually use it to look for that. that. Right. Yeah, and if That's you're cool. reading yeah, something, yeah. like use your sides. Why not? Right, you know? right, right, right. So yeah, it, it it there is a it is a tool. Like the sides can become a tool. So you're never you never drop them on the ground. No, not unless it's like, it's like really, a test or something. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you you don't. In other words, I mean, you put kind of, enough work in to really know the scene. Yeah, but you're but you can't kill yourself for hours trying to memorize this. Yeah, thing I, for, I honestly try not to memorize, but that's because I. You try not to memorize. I I not try not to memorize, but I guess I just don't focus on memorizing. If that if like I don't, I'm I'm like looking for, underneath the words. Okay, so I'm like trying to. Find out what's happening. What it's really about. What it's really about. Okay. Rather than learning word by word, you know, what's being said, if that makes sense. Like, right. I'm so trying to mean, figure out why I'm saying these right. things, Understood. not like exactly what I'm saying. No, I understand that. Do you do that mm -hmm. just mostly for auditions or for everything? I would say for everything. Okay. I'm not, a, like, unless on the day of, like. But I mean, when you're shooting a four-page scene, you have to know the lines. Of course. Yeah. So my thing, so my technique is, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, going, like, where are you? Where are you? Okay. Are you, like, I'm not, like, like looking at the line I get and, it. like, you're tr trying to No, no, I understand that you're trying head. to get the vibe of the scene. Yeah. And where it's but going. But that's how I memorize. It's okay. like. I know what's happening underneath everything, right. I, and and that informs what I'm saying and why I'm saying it. Right, so right, right, right. it's it's specific. Gotcha. So I, I guess like some people are like thinking like memorizing is like. I understand you're putting like a line. Trying to memorize the words. You're you're putting for a certain emotion almost, or for a certain situation. These are the words that you say. Yeah, like if a character says, you know like, what I mean. Like that's yeah. you're looking at it in a different way. Not like, like my line is this. Like my emotion is this, and that, therefore this is this yeah. is what comes out of my mouth. Yeah, right. because like okay. if it's a scene and relationship is really key. So like if I have a scene with my mom and I'm saying something like, like, uh, remember that? Remember last week when you didn't call me after I told you that I needed you or something like that? Right. Like, I have to go, like, I know that I say this line, but for me, it's like, I have to go back and see why I'm saying this. So I have to create that memory of, like, how that felt right. and, like, what that pain did to me and why that I'm bringing that up right now. Like, right. what am I trying to say to my, am I trying to hurt her by saying this? Right. Am I trying to make her feel guilty? Right, you know, right, like, right. what is my intention behind sure. my action behind saying that sure. as well? So it's like, so and wait. through that work, I 
I know the line. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Do do you do you um, so you create a memory? So you like so, um, yeah, like or, I'll imagine or, or what if happened. something like this has happened to you in the past. Do you go back to your real memory and use that? Sometimes it's imagination, okay. and sometimes it's personal okay. experience. So if yeah. it's disconnected from anything in your real life, then you'll kind of create it in your own head. Yeah, you'll create backstory. I'll create yeah, I'll create to, the backstory to, behind that moment to essentially motivate you. It, exactly into into the scene. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, a lot of it for little, me is is creating everything like the life of it like the because to me like the words are not that important like what's being said is not the most important thing happening so that's why i like create everything first and then the line is a from all that creation i'm able to just know the line also i kind of have a little photographic memory so when i'm (laughs) when that helps so when i'm looking at a page you know for hours uh-huh. And just like reading the same thing for so hours, so you can access it really it just, easy. It's just like I know it, you know. Oh, okay. So it's like I don't. So that's why I don't necessarily focus on the line or knowing the line and I getting get it. it word perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That to me is like not the most important. Because look, let me tell you, <laughs> um, there's a, a really one good way to piss off a crew as an actor is to not, not know, your, know lines your lines and to constantly fuck them up. Yeah. And and actually the more important the lines are, like some will some will change a word here and there and yeah. some producers, showrunners, directors, whatever are cool with that. Mm-hmm. And some are not. Some are not. Yeah. Some if you don't say the exact every fucking word, you're going to do it until you do, yep. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so um that's that's interesting. Okay, so so I got us off track again. So you go to the callback. So, so you, I go to the callback. It's right. at ABC. Um, and John Ridley's there with Michael McDonald. Was the first one at ABC? No. The first one was at Kim Coleman's At a casting office. office. Right. Yeah, okay. Casting sorry. Office. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is big for you because so you've never big. been on a lot. No. This was um, <laughs> this was ABC. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was their studio. So um, in Burbank. So. Yeah, I went there, and Kim Coleman was in the room, Michael McDonald was in the room, and John Ridley was in the room. And John was, this is like, he's such an angel. He, like, still to this day, never has this happen. He comes to the door. Like, as I'm entering the room, he comes and greets me at the door. Introduces himself. Introduces himself, shakes his hand, and then walks me over to the seat where I'll be, you know... Performing. And makes you feel really comfortable. So comfortable. That's sweet. So sweet. Wow, I want. You're making me want to work with uh, uh, John. Ridley. He's amazing. He <laughs> just signed another overall deal, so. You know, oh, he did. He might be able to. Yeah, with uh, with ABC. Good for him. New I mean, show, right? He's like. Because this show's done, right? Yeah, American Crime finished. Okay. They like got canceled. A, couple... a I think a year or two ago, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I admit I didn't watch it. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's on Netflix. If you ever want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's on. It's uh, all the seasons. There's three seasons. Good to know. I'm in the second one. Uh, cool. Um, okay, so I I have there's something else of yours on Netflix that I'll talk about in a second. But so you went in. So you auditioned. I went in. I auditioned. This was the second one. I um, I feel like I mean it's been a long time, but I feel like that was probably better than my first audition, or I felt better about it. Okay. Um. It was also I still had the 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 hair I had a braid from the the 
music video from before mm. that and I didn't take it out. Um, and it was funny. So when I when I finished and John was like, you know, if I have notes, I'll give them. But if not, like, no worries. That means I, you know, I'm it's all good. Like, I like it, whatever. Like, no news is good news. Yeah, exactly. Like, gotcha. no news is good news. <laughs> um, and so he, we did the scenes. He never gave me notes. We just went through them. And then on the way out, he walked me out. And he was like, keep that braid in. I, I really like that braid. And I was like, okay. Um, and I was like, I don't know why he said that. But then, like, looking back, I was like, oh, because I guess he liked me and wanted me to wear it for the test or something. Because literally, like, a couple hours after the callback, I got um, I got a call from my, my uh, managers, and they said, you're testing in the morning. So I was like, okay, what is that? <laughs> like, I didn't even know what a test was. <laughs> and they're like, okay, so this is what happened. Did they test more than one of you? Yeah. Okay. It was like a full, it was almost like a chemistry test. So it was like four or five of us, and then four or five of the, the guy that okay. we would be mainly um, got it and then they put you all together right yeah and then they switched us all around and we yeah so there was like 10 of us there um and uh i didn't know what a test was but like going into it i didn't uh, realize i mean to me i was like it's funny because again it was like i didn't there were new sides and i did work on them but the morning of i was just meditating the entire time like, I didn't look at my sides or anything. I was just, like, in full, like, meditation mode. I saw, like... Were you nervous? The deal. Oh, so you so you start to understand the financial implications Exactly. Of that's when I started to realize, like, oh, wow, that's how much I'd be making from this? Like, right. that's crazy. Was it... It's probably, like, a little scale plus 10 or something. Well, right? it was, like, like the minimum that ABC would offer, which I don't really know what scale is, to be honest. Mm. I, is, I don't know if it's, like, seven grand or something. But it was definitely, it was... We don't get, we don't have to be specific yeah, about it, the money. But, but it uh, got, it, it was, like, the low end of, like, a network deal, for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. For sure. Um, but still, like, well, I was, Well, you're like, new. You're new. I, I was new. Right, I wasn't going to yeah. get more than that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, of course, we were like not even going to negotiate. For Plus, time. if I'm guessing, it's the most money, like the most money you've ever seen per week. You would have, like, yeah, 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 yeah. By a by a large percentage. By a large, <laughs> right? yes, right. Yeah, it was okay. like I wasn't complaining at all. I was like, yep, that's great. Right. I will take so it. while somebody in the business twenty years goes, that's a low deal. Exactly. You're like, holy shit, yeah. that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah exactly. I get, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so then you did the chemi- the chemistry. I did thing. the chemistry read and the te- the test, and, and it by was the a- way, John may have said leave the braid because maybe he thinks the network will like it. Maybe yeah. he might have liked it, but you never know. You like, never know. You never know why he said it. Yeah. In the but, moment, I was like, okay, I just I didn't get it, but then looking it's, back, it's like it's nice of him to, to tell you that. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. It was it was interesting. Like I. Uh, I didn't think it meant anything until, you know, the next day. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, you're in well, front if, of network if now. If a showrunner, if a creator of a show is going to give you advice. Yeah, you take it. Oh. <laughs> well, there's a reason for it, you yeah, know? Yeah, 100%. It, you know, unless, you're, unless his advice is like, keep working. Yeah, right. Exactly. And you're <laughs> Good like, luck. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway. Um, didn't want to hear that. Well, no, that's just funny because we were talking, you were, we were joking about the music video and, you know, uh-huh. like. And that, and, the, that I was doing that. And, and that, then. And that 
helped in helped some way. And, yeah. You may have still gotten the job, but like it's, you know, these are close calls a lot of times. You never know. Yeah. Right. So okay. So you did the chemistry thing. So I did the chemistry read um, and it was, you know, it was a, it was a pretty long morning. Like we we did it multiple times. Um, again, I was like super zen. Like I just wanted to be very present and just like calm and relaxed. I didn't want to be nervous, and Did, I, and and it worked because I wasn't at all. That's great. Um, was it competitive atmosphere? A little. Because you have four other girls yeah, around were, your age. There were four other girls there. Um, looking back, um, I was so new. Again, this was my first test. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really know. I was like trying to. I wasn't trying to talk to people, but there. Were, it got to a point where we were there for a really long time, and everybody was quiet, and then like. You know, you start I started chatting. start chatting a little right. bit. Um, you're chatty too, so and I'm chatty. Yeah, and like then me. I'm like asking people like how old they are, and I'm like, that was probably not the best thing to do, Angelique, because I was actually young, but I th- the girls around me had to lie. You know what I mean? Like I put them in an awkward position. Oh, yeah. So they were older than they you. were older, but they looked so young. they might have been thirty. Yeah, like and you one, were like twenty two or yeah, something. Yeah, one like one. They're like in their late twenties. Okay, probably maybe early thirties. Gotcha. Um, and I was that like, is a weird. And thing. I was like twenty one, and I thought I because the role was for a seventeen year old, so I thought I was old. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking everybody else was younger, and gotcha. I was the oldest one there. So that's why I was asking, but it actually turned out to be the opposite. So I was like, oh, that's kind of weird that I did that, but <laughs> that was you know being naive, right? Um, but yeah. So uh, and then. It was towards the end of the day. All the guys had gone home at that point, and it was just me and another girl that were there. Um, That's weird to be. So they're sending people home. They sent people home. Did did it, and they feel, sent like, girls home did it well. feel like? Did it feel like? Well, she didn't get it. Yeah, okay. it definitely felt to like everyone. that. Yeah, like so that was like thanks for us, coming in. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Like it felt like the fact that we stayed, me and this other girl, we looked at each other and we were like, "Oh my god, it's down to us." Yeah, yeah, we had that moment. Really? For sure. Yeah. What about the guys? Why were they all gone? So, or I had they already they got had, down to the last one? They had let them all go. So they, but but oh. we found out that they asked one person to come back. And he was the guy that we read with. Oh, that night he came back. That yeah, that same. So they, so he they said you guys can take off. Back. Then they called him immediately and said come back. Yes, exactly. That's that's weird. Weird, weird. I don't know why that happened. Huh. Um, but yeah, and then he um, and then we did the same scenes again. And he's oh, no, the guy. No, no, actually, he's the guy who got it, right? He's the guy that got it. What was his mm-hmm. name? Connor Jessup. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So he um, was the guy that got it, and uh, they gave us they, the two, the the last two, me and the other girl, Kim came out with a brand new scene we'd never seen before, and she was like, "Good luck, <laughs> like you're gonna do this. Where I'm gonna give you like 15 minutes, and then you're gonna go do this." This is an important test because they yeah. know on TV sometimes scripts change. All the time. Vastly. Like, mm-hmm. whole different scenes get written, yeah. and you get it morning of, and they want to know that you're not going to fuck them. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this was an actual test now. This is really yeah. interesting, because I've never seen this process, really. Oh, yeah. It's, I did a tiny bit of an act acting as a kid, so I've done oh, okay. audition things, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how the whole Hollywood... This is fascinating to me. Yeah. Anyway, go on. This yeah. is like when you're in the, in front of network, so it's like... Right, um, yeah. 
there's a lot of weight on on the situation. Sure. But um, there are also a lot of cooks on their side of oh, the kitchen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's funny though because it was a small test, like it was a film test, not a not a stage test. So like, there's a difference. So like. Um, for some shows, when you test, you're going to have literally all the exec. You're going to be in this auditorium with like all the right, execs right. there <clears throat> watching. Right. Here, they're really, it was. They just shot video of it. It was just, yeah, filmed. And it was only maybe one person from the studio was there. Like, I couldn't tell. It was a very small. It was like John, Michael, Kim, and maybe one or two other people. Right. That I right. hadn't recognized. Yeah. Um, so it was, a, again, a very small, intimate thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so we had 15 minutes to prepare this new scene. And this actually comes back to what we were talking before about memorizing. I was like, again, since I only have 15 minutes, I have to, I, I, I made the conscious choice to not think about memorizing this right now. Because I feel like that would be the pitfall. Too much it's pressure. Just trying to memorize the words. So I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just find out again what's happening right now. Like, uh-huh. what are what are the given circumstances from the character that I've created thus far? How, right. you know, this, um, how I fit in here and, like, all of that. And, and at the end of the day, it was just a breakup scene. So once I was able to, like, just dilute it down to that and right. the, the, the emotion and pain behind that, uh-huh. um, that was my way in. So I just focused on that really and just trying to gather as much information I could from the words mm-hmm. to see exactly what was going on and it, it was so it was you and Connor doing the scene. It was me and, and then Connor. the other girl and Connor doing the scene. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> and so um she went in first. So I had more time. Yeah. Which is great. And Kim told me she did that on purpose. I was going to say, yeah. that's because somebody's rooting for you. Yeah, Kim was the one. I mean, it could be a flip of a coin, you know, but, uh-huh. but it's re- it really sounds like somebody's rooting. For sure. Yeah, like, that's nice. And Kim, made, she told me, but yeah, like later on, she was like, yeah. She like, just thought you were better She knew for it. I was the one. So wow. She And she told me like the night before, she was like, she needs to come in hair messy wearing like baggy clothes oh, she gave you audition tips? she gave me like some like tips to l- how to look for the test as well she told my managers that right what- so she didn't want you to come in and look all sparkling and high heels yeah. she wanted you to look a mess she wanted me to look like the character and what they were wanting right so i you know didn't ha- wow that's so, great yeah, yeah yeah so she really you know helped me out here she was vouching for me the whole time that's cool um really awesome so I, then I go in after she leaves, and um, the first, you know, I don't, you I, see I don't her, know these. Did you see her scene? No, no, no. Behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah, she goes in got and it. then comes out, and then I go in, and yeah. Got it, got it. Um, and so my first take, I have this the sides in my hands because to me, I don't know these words because I haven't like tried to learn them, you know? <laughs> so I'm holding the sides. So weird. And I, um, so, and then I just go into it, do the scene. I maybe look down once to, to, to try to grab something, but that was it. And then John comes up to me. He grabs the sides out of my hands and says, you don't need these. And then he's like, you know, do it again. Right. And um, I do it again. And it was like the most insane experience because 
How how many pages was this scene? It was probably like two pages. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't really long. Um, but it's only two people in the scene. That's a lot of lines. It's only all two people. Yeah, it was like back and forth, right. you know? So just a lot of like, I was so present. I didn't have the, the sides in my hand, so I wasn't thinking about that either. Right. Like, I was just so present. You, you had no crutch anymore. Yeah, no right. crutch. I wasn't, and I, all I could do is be like totally in the moment. Did he have his? I can't remember if he had his. Yeah, he probably didn't, honestly. He okay. probably didn't. All right. Um, and I just remember getting very emotional and not even knowing like what was happening <laughs> just like being so in it it just came out it just the came character. out and huh. then um i could tell john was really happy but they still made me do another scene after that so then i did another scene um i did think they, they, i think they let connor go and then it was just me I was the only one left. And they let the other girl go, too. They let the other girl go. Okay. So I was the last one there. And they asked me to do one more scene. This one I, I had known throughout the process. So okay. they just asked me to gotcha. do it again. And I did it. And then that was it. And they all, like, hugged me goodbye. And, like, I left. But I'm feeling on top of the world because I'm the last one standing. You know? Of course. So I'm just, like, I like I, to me, I'm, like, I had to have gotten it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, my God. I was, I'm I sure was you, ready. like, skipped home. Yeah, I really <laughs> did. I was, like, so happy. I was, like, calling my manager. I was, like, I was the last one there. You know, I was, like, so excited. Right. Um, And they how were quick, obviously excited, too. How quickly too. did you hear? So, like, in the contract, it says that we have seven days, seven business days to... Oh, that's right, because they were probably paying you for these callbacks, too. No. Oh, okay. No. Oh, I wish you they sag. did. I wasn't sad at, the, sad at the time. Right. No, I wasn't. Right, 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 right. Um, so, no, I'm not getting anything at this point. And then, um, so that was a Friday. Uh-huh. So I had to wait the weekend. Yeah. And then Monday would be the first business day. Sure. Um, but I found out Tuesday that I oh, got it. Yeah. And, and I had auditioned the Tuesday so they before. Had meetings, so they had meetings Monday. Yeah. And, and they just at I, night they made the decision, they made the decision and they decision called night, called and, your agent in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, it so was, it was one week. It was from that's the, crazy. from when I auditioned first to that when I got it was a week. That's nuts. It was crazy. <laughs> it was so crazy. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. And then you went. Did you shoot in Texas? I shot in Austin. Yeah, Austin. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. I, I loved we've, it. We're we're running longer. Oh I, yeah. I was just I've, fascinated by that. No, it's okay, but um. I was. I meant to ask you. Um, I know Lisa Wiegand shot. Yeah. Was she the cinematographer at the time? Yeah. I knew she thought she shot some of that show, but I didn't know which seasons. She and, was the DP. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah oh, yeah. okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. Um, A lot of great people on that on that set. Yeah, and there. Um, let's see. Felicity Huffman. Yep, Regina King. Regina. Timothy Hutton. Timothy Hutton. Yes. Lily Taylor. Oh, Lily Taylor. Yes. Oh, I love her. She's amazing. Uh, Earl Brown. Yes. Did you yes. work with him? I didn't. No, no, no. Oh. The, the people I worked close with were um, Connor Jessup and then Elvis Nolasco. Okay. Um, and Lily Taylor. Oh, so you worked a lot with I Lily. I did work a lot with Lily. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's incredible. That's that's nice. She gave me a lot of advice, too, on set. Really? Like, she was really, like, motherly. That's for cool. For sure. Yeah. She's so, like slight and quiet 
she is. Like, I can imagine you 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 talk about like, meditating. That's yeah, like the voice you want to hear in your head when you're for meditating. sure. Like she is so, so. She's like zen. Like when you're talking to her, she's so present with you. Like her eyes are just like yeah. zoned. That's in part on of what you. makes her such a great actress. Yeah, hundred percent. That, that intensity that you her you, intensity yeah. completely. Like she's she so it good. In life. She's she so is. good. I'm glad she never became like a giant star because she because no. those they have a big fall too. Yeah. You know, she's just been great for she's a long time and really coasting. great stuff. Do you remember her? I think she was in Six Feet Under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I never saw it, but I know she was in it. Yeah, yeah. she was in a bunch of indies for. She did a lot years of and years, and like, I think in New York. Yeah, yeah, she's from New York. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I just I've seen her in so much stuff. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, do you, do you, you ever see the the Last Girl? No. No. Is that a movie she's in? No, no, sorry. Oh. That was totally different subject. Oh. I don't know why it came to my head. The last girl to audition with you, the one that they sent home. Oh, you'll you ever see her? Oh, yeah. You'll never believe. We're actually really good friends. Oh, you are? Yeah. We're oh, good. such good friends. Yeah. Um, it's funny because she, I didn't know at the time, but um, flash forward like a year, I had actually gotten with a new manager. And she happened to be dating him. No and, way. Yeah. And so I met her again through my man, my new manager, and we became, we just hit it off. Was he her manager too? No. No, no, Oh, okay. I was going to say. She was with the same company, but not, she okay. was, he wasn't, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So she's, she's um successful. She's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. doing well. She's, you know, acting and yeah. Like everyone there that was at that test is, is doing really well. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, good. That's such a crazy story. It's so, so crazy. It's interesting to learn like, I mean, one week and your whole life changed, you know? One And I hope week. you put a lot of that money in the bank because, you know, actors are the up and down. Well, I learned my lesson, Brad. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm learning it now. I um, You spend a little too much? I, uh. Not that I did. I spent a lot. I lived off of it for years, mm. and it wasn't that long ago. This was like three years ago. Yeah, but I I, I spent Four it years. all over the three years that I wasn't well. Like, oh, I, so I wasn't having a side job, so right. I was just living off. So of you the were money. auditioning and living off that exactly. money, exactly. Right. Yeah. So eventually, it. So you, know, you weren't out blowing it, but. But no, it was going. No, but it was, yeah. 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 I was, I it's was expensive just, out it's here. expensive. I was just, you know, paying my rent and like, right. you know, doing all that. And also, like, I had so many business expenses. So, um, like, what I was, what I, like, the gross number I was making was not what I actually Oh, you take meant. pretty much 50% off the top of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. More, like, you, at well, that point, more, honestly. Like, I, I, well, with taxes and 10%, everything. 10%, 15%. You don't have a lawyer. I don't have a lawyer. That's good. You yeah. don't have a publicist. I did have a publicist, <laughs> so I had to pay my publicist. You had a publicist for the for How the, the hell? Mo- before that started. So I got with the publicist while I was filming American Crime. Oh, but you didn't have to pay her for that, or him. no? I did. I paid them. I paid well, them starting when you started with them. When I started with them, yeah. I That's was right, because they don't right take away. a percentage. They take like no, a they take fee, a monthly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I was paying. I didn't have a lawyer, but I had everything else pretty much. Yeah. So all did of that. Did everybody have publicists? Yeah. We all had publicists. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess that, it's important. You huh? need it. Yeah. It's crazy. At that point. To at get that you level, invited to the right stuff. and Yeah. Getting the right, you know, like getting the press out there, like publications, you know, interviews, right. stuff like that. Um, right. It does help. It, it Especially because what, when it lo- what it looks like when I, when um you search my name, like all that stuff is American crime. Like oh. all those interviews, like all are from American crime. Because right. I haven't been with a publicist since then because right. I haven't like really needed it, right. you know? Right. Um, you want to capitalize off the big things. Like, sure, You yeah. don't want to like do a public, publicize everything you do, you know? Yeah, yeah. I get that. That's interesting. Um, well, now you have a... Now you have a side gig. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It seems flexible too. It seems like it's so flexible. Oh, that's good. We it's have like a, a there's a couple actors thing, right? that do it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? You're like teaming. I heard something about it the other day. Are you like what? finding people to live together? So um, we don't find people. So people come to us looking for housing, um, and you know, rent for a one bedroom is at least fifteen hundred dollars, no matter where you are. Yeah. So, um, and people want to live in West Hollywood. They want to live in Beverly Hills. They want to live know. in Culver City. You know, they want to live in the most expensive and areas. And it's not fifteen hundred for yeah. a one bedroom. It's right. not even fifteen hundred for a studio. Yeah. So, um, it's we give this alternative housing option of we rent these houses in these areas, and uh, we'll rent out the individual bedrooms okay. in the house. So it's a co living thing. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so we don't we don't necessarily like look for people. They're coming to us, and we're trying to find the right house for them I to see. live in. I see. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. And so I'm selling it. I just know? thought I thought it was important to 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 mention that it, it's it's interesting. I didn't know the part about you living off your money for yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but so many actors. People look at like you were on a on a TV show that was on a, a network show. Yeah. You know they paid you a bunch of money, and people look at you and go, "She made it." Yeah, yeah, but right. they don't understand like the importance of being humble. Humble. Right. You have to like going back. If I I would have had another, I would have still had a side job. Right. You know, right. I would have still done that because I would have again just have been getting a paycheck every single week right well correct correct me if i'm wrong but it seems to me that you probably felt like or assumed that you would get something else pretty quickly coming off of and the thing is is i was working so it it yes they were like indie films so uh they weren't like these big things but i was working so i felt like I had this momentum. And so at any minute, you're going to get another show like that exactly. or a movie or something. So right. I was just assuming that like it was going to happen eventually. Right. You know? And I was always on set and I had built a resume you know, from After American Crime being my first credit. You just so had less money coming in than going out. Exactly. I wasn't making that you <laughs> right. know, six-figure salary. It right. was like much lower. Right. So um, yeah, so I basically was just... And then once, you know, things started running out, I was like, okay, I need to get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a, that's a very recent thing because I just started with, with um, Bungalow, like, February. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like um, I, I was able to live off of it for a long time. But um, now it's like, well, looking back, I probably should have just had, like, something on the side. Yeah, serving or whatever. Yeah, that I could have just, right. you know, just... 
either save that money that I was making serving or like invest it, invest that money right, right, right. or something, yeah. you know, but I didn't have a financial mindset at all. I get it. Getting that amount of money at 21, like, you know, you know I, I totally get it. I, I've, it's crazy. I've been there. I've been there to a certain degree myself, you yeah. know, um, especially like poker winnings. Because mm. <laughs> I've won a lot yeah. of money playing poker. Oh, okay. But I've yeah. lost a good amount too. Exactly. Yeah, that's, the, <laughs> um, that's, that's the gambling thing. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, let's see. Oh, I mentioned what uh, the other thing on Netflix, but oh, I actually yeah. think it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Yeah. I was about to say. Don't I was worry. Like, he won't get far on foot. Yes. Oops, sorry. A little fly. Um, <laughs> uh, which I. I Okay, so I remember the ads for it. It looked really interesting. And yeah. it's Gus Van Sant. It's Gus Van Sant, yeah. Who I love. Oh, I know. He's amazing. And I've never worked with, unfortunately. But, He's um, so great. And it's Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Starring. And then... Uh, oh, uh, that cast is crazy. Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill, Rooney Mara. <laughs> Rooney Mara, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and they're all great. Amazing. This is probably my favorite jonah hill performance ever oh yeah 100 percent. he killed it i was so shocked he didn't get as much um like More press about it. it yeah the yeah the movie wasn't big enough it, it wasn't didn't hit big enough it didn't and i didn't it, it was also advertised improperly i totally agree yeah. i was surprised with how amazon handled it because it wasn't advertised well like i didn't know what it was about nobody nobody knew what it was about right and I guess because John Callahan isn't like people don't know him. Like he's not. He wasn't like a famous person. The, the who were, that was the movie was based You're on. You're mentioning his life. It's, it's based on somebody's it's life. Based, did he write a, a book? Oh, did he write a book? I don't know if he even wrote a book. Okay, gotcha. I just know he was a cartoonist. Right. Um, and I think a pretty famous one. He he Eventually. was he was a, a famous right. especially because after the fact of him being you know paraplegic and all that yeah. and still becoming a, a famous cartoonist. Well, I thought that. he was quad. Technically. Oh, what's the difference? Sorry, I don't even know the paraplegic difference. is is just legs. Yes, quadriplegic is no. He can move his hands. Yeah, but he doesn't have full control. They actually, no, no, he doesn't have full control. They actually call him a quad quadriplegic in the movie. Oh, they do. I'm okay. fairly certain. But anyway, it's whatever. Yeah. No, uh, the yeah. guy was, the guy was badly, he was badly injured. injured. Yeah. And we don't want to give too many spoilers. Yeah. But Jonah Hill has a quality about him sometimes where for me, he can be a little unlikable. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, he's very funny. Don't get me wrong. Uh -huh. Like, um, but, in this, he's very likable. So likable. And he could have gone, he could have really gone the other way. Yeah. And it's such an interesting part. Because mm -hmm. he's, he, he could have played it like a cult leader more. You know, the part could have been written that way, but it's yeah. not. No. It's so weird. And, it's and, so... And, and the way he says stupid sometimes. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Like it's just so it's cute and like yeah. it's he's really good at it. I do recommend the movie to everybody. It's it's a it's a it's a character piece. It is totally. for a, a few different characters and it's yeah. it's oh Jack Black. Oh yeah, Jack god. Black. Oh my god. Um, How can I forget? But no, it's really great. So fun. And they're all so good in it. Joaquin He's I mean, insane. He's unbelievable in everything. Yeah. Um 
This is up there. You saw, he was like, you've never seen Joaquin Phoenix like this before, which was like, I felt, I think it was his most personable performance, I think, because he does a lot of these extreme characters. Right. Mm-hmm. So to me, I felt like this was the one where I was like, wow, you like. And it's an extreme character too. It is. But also he made it like. It is personal it's though. It's so like, personal. Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. feel like I knew like I knew someone that was like that, you know, like right. either someone who was in so much pain like mm-hmm. he was. He just was so honest in this performance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. it was really amazing. I thought the movie uh, just the whole thing of it was really interesting. The honesty yeah. with Jonah Hill and the the whole group and everything. Yeah. Uh, it, it was great. Um <laughs> one little funny thing. I notice how Every scene he's in his wheelchair, he's hauling ass. Yeah, he's like going it's a whole, so it's fast. It's a whole thing it's in like the movie. A, yeah, it's a running but it's thing. It's not mentioned or anything, but everywhere you see it, well, he he he's like, has an <gasps> incident because of it once. But exactly. Uh, again, I don't want. Yeah, we don't want to. I don't want to spoil too yeah. much stuff. But like every scene you see him and he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like flying. Yeah. <laughs> It's hilarious. It is really funny. Uh, anyway, I loved it. And you had scenes with him. Yeah, I had scenes with him. You had Joaquin. scenes b- before he became a, yes. a quadriplegic. Yes, he was actually standing when I worked with him. Which, those scenes are interesting, too. Yeah. The whole thing with Jack Black was was odd, in a good way. Yeah. Like, how they became they friends became so quick. They became random friends. Well, it's like yeah. one alcoholic spots another. Exactly. You and, know what and I mean? And they just fed He's each like, other. like, I know this guy... Like he'll do what I like want to do. He'll do exactly. We'll go to the bar and we'll slam two bottles. Yeah. You know, like no problem. No like, problem. Right. We'll go like. And that's what he wants to do. So nice. He found a partner. He found someone to do it right. with. Exactly. And he, and meanwhile, they he's with like these two pretty girls and yeah, you know, and well, yeah, he's like staying with me, um, and my family, and he's working for us as well. Right. And so yeah, it was really interesting because. Um, I don't know. I'd never worked with movie stars like that. Like, I mean, I've worked with big stars. Yeah, and here but you Joaquin are Phoenix, in one of your scenes with Joaquin and Jack Black. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these are like major A-list yeah. stars. So with a um, major, major director. With a huge director. Yeah. So, and honestly, Gus, for being such a big name, he was so quiet. Like, mm. seriously, sometimes you couldn't even tell he was on set. Like, he was so quiet. And really? he, even the way he talked to us, like, again, a very calm, like, collected human being. Hmm. Barely raised his voice. Cool. Like, you'd have to, like, listen in to what he was saying. Soft-spoken. Like, very soft-spoken. Oh. Um, And he gave us a lot of freedom on set. Like, he, he wrote the script, but he was like, do whatever you want. He was just like, he gave us all of this freedom to improv and walk so no ego about his words or anything. not at all right. yeah he was just like do whatever did you improv a lot yeah i mean we um joaquin would enter the scene just like improving so we would just you know obviously <laughs> go along him. play off of him and what he was doing um and then there were certain there were certain you know obviously within the context of like the scene uh-huh. and we were trying we would still get those lines in there right but we would just find them different ways gotcha um which was really fun actually i'd never worked that way before on a set 
Um, so I, I think it's kind of rare. It. It's so rare. I, I mean, I've brought it up to people before um, after that experience about like, so what do you think I mean, about improving? The problem with that is you you they all have to be good at it yeah exactly so if you have a weak one it it will ruin everything exactly a weak actor yeah so like Who's most shows can't do that improving. yeah which is a skill like not not every yeah that actor. doesn't make them a weak actor yeah a, a weak improver that that's what i meant to say a weak improver <clears throat> yeah exactly. it's somebody that's not that's not their that's not their forte right yeah right which is it's funny because i don't find it my forte but um i do find it really fun so yeah but the way you build your character it sounds like the way you learn your stuff you're creating all this yeah which is kind of what you're doing with improv exactly in a lot of ways so you have this base layer yeah 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 i have i have that's what i love about that's what i love about improv too on a set not necessarily like on a stage at ucb but um is that i i come in with my character and and right again like the words aren't the most important thing right so if you're going to have me improv in my character, that to me is really fun because um, it's just being it's just being present, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just listening and responding. And there's no judgment on whatever you're saying or how you're going to say this line or like none of that even floats through your head because you're not even thinking about what you're going to say next. You literally have to listen to the other person before right. you can respond. Right. You don't know what you're gonna say, right? So that kind of um, that kind of work is really exciting. Well, it makes it very spontaneous and natural. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think because we were all so good at it, all, uh, all three of us, that Gus even added a scene that wasn't in the script mm. because, um, and maybe that I'm not saying he added it because we were so good, but I think that. Um, well, look, if you weren't good, he wouldn't have allowed you to I, do this. Exactly, again, exactly. You know? So I think that he would have steered it more towards the words or whatever, and yeah. said, "Look, Joaquin, he'll say whatever, yeah, but like, you stick to your script." Stick to or, my you stuff. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And honestly, not a ton of direction from him at all. Hmm. Like, really, didn't hear. So maybe it's the more about time, casting for him. Yeah, maybe. Like the only time that we that he gave direction was when he the scene that he added, we um. It was just a car scene. There were no lines. Like, he was just like, put us all in a car on the way to the party and was just, like, rolling the camera. And so, at first, the first take, like, nobody really said anything. We were just, like, in the car. And then Gus came over and was like, can you guys make some noise? (laughs) And, like, we're like, okay. (laughs) Um, and And then that's the scene that actually ended up in the movie was, and it was completely improv. Right on. Yeah. Did they have you smoke in the movie? There's so much smoke. There's a lot the of smoking. Um, but no, I didn't. No. That's I just good. drank. You, you don't yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was fun because I never were did they, like a party scene like that. Were they that smoking either. those terrible herbal cigarettes or were they real? I think Joaquin was smoking real ones. Yeah. They're not really I, I don't supposed think they were to, herbal. but they they probably were. I think I think they were real. Yeah. He's like you can a tell, very... You can tell the difference. He smokes anyway, right? I think he smokes anyways. Like, he would be offset, like, smoking. Right. So I'm pretty sure he would just use, like, Unless he cigarettes. was in... He's not that method or anything, is he? Or is he a uh, method? He honestly might be. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I gotcha. mean, there was a lot of... Like, when we would try... I would try to, like, spark conversation. Like, very small talk. Uh-huh. But, yeah, he made... He was not he, chatty. He wasn't, he wasn't chatty at mm. all. 
Um, but he wasn't mean or anything. He was just like, you know, very much to himself and okay. nice, you know. Um, I, I spoke to Andrew Rollins, who did another Steadicam operator. Oh, he's a big DP now, but oh, um, nice. he did Gangs of New York. Oh, yeah. And so Bill the Butcher, uh, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, mm-hmm. um, yeah. he famously stays in character the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that's and he said, method. he said, you know, I could joke with him. But it had to be in the context of him as Bill the Butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. So, like, he's like, business stuff, like, you know, Bill, can you please hit your mark? Mm-hmm. Like, that was cool. Uh-huh. He'd do that. But, like, if you were, he wouldn't really chit chat, but you could fuck with him as Bill as the Butcher. Bill. He would yeah. go off of that. Right. I think um, I'm not Joaquin, explaining Joaquin it. wasn't like that. I'm I will not ex- say that. I'm not explaining it properly, but it was something no, but to I, that no, effect. No, but I, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he wasn't that method. Okay. Um, so whether or not he smokes in real life or not, I don't know. But he was smoking a lot. I know that he was really, since he was an al- the character is an alcoholic, I remember him always like holding a bottle of fake alcohol, like tequila. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember him always like having one nearby oh. um, and like having it in scenes and like putting it in places, like hiding it in like in different weird places. Yeah, there was a whole thing about him having that little whatever pint or whatever it's called of, of tequila. Yeah, that tequila. Like he drops it in the kitchen at one point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. With you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like passing it around. Like he's he's right. always, always taking it out and drinking it. Right. In the car scene, he had some underneath my seat that I was sitting under. Uh. So he kept trying to like get me to get the alcohol I, that didn't make it in but um oh oh yeah. like hand me that bottle yeah yeah, like yeah. In, the like, scene. Me, in the scene he'd be like give me the bottle like whatever. got it because he had hidden the bottle right he'd hidden them in weird places so that's a whole thing with alcoholics is they hide booze everywhere apparently okay so uh, that was something he did i know i had someone in my family and they they would just hide well years after they got sober Uh maybe not years but for a while after Mm -hmm. they'd find like bottles in the bushes that they forgot they'd hidden there oh my god like it's not a great thing he was a pretty severe alcoholic but he he was all right but oh good (laughs) but (laughs) i know but he said he'd find bottles in weird places you know um (laughs) that's so funny looking back like like, the back of the toilet tank and well if you're drinking that much you don't know right yeah right you don't remember um yeah well I th- I found it um, to be really good. The whole thing, like, it just seemed so real to me in certain ways. Mm-hmm. It's a little outrageous in certain ways. In some ways. ways, yeah. But it but not too much. And yeah. like the 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 whole bit where he's like, um, where he's telling the story from the beginning, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I I was at the point. Uh, in the morning where I'm still drunk from last night, but I know in an hour it's going to get bad. Yeah. And so I had to, you know, and I, so I went, so I started walking to the liquor store, you know? Yeah. And he gets in there and he's sweating and he's all this. And I'm sweating like, looks terrible. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like this feels so real, it feels you know? real, yeah. And, and knowing that it was like the story of this guy, that was probably... That's probably straight out of the horse's straight mouth. Straight out, yeah. You know? And the family was involved too. Oh, they were. Yeah. Was they he were. was he alive, Callahan? Um, no, he he's, he's gone. Da- yeah, he's oh. dead. Um, it was it's interesting though because there is a story behind it that uh, Gus has been trying to make this film for a while. Mm. Um, 
so much so that he originally had Robin Williams in the role oh, of John shit. Callahan. Yeah, John Callahan. So, um, and then when Robin died, th- that was a joint thing with him and Robin. So when Robin died, um, he kind the the project got you know stalled. God, it would have been great, but so different. Wouldn't it have been? It would have been so different. Yeah, but it would have been awesome for sure. Yeah, because I love him in his serious roles. I do too. He's never funnier than when he He's slips out of serious, serious. for a moment, yeah. right? Yeah. Like Goodwill Hunting. Oh, you know the scene in so Goodwill good. Hunting where oh. he talks about his wife farting? Yes, farting. Um, oh, he's so good. That's that. improved. Oh, is it? That whole scene is improved, and Matt Damon is like just reacting just for actually, real. Yeah. Oh, see, that's the best. And then that's that's that's. And I, it's such an important part. Uh, well, Gus Van Sant again, but uh, yeah. it's such an import, uh, important part of that movie. Yes. You know, that little tidbit where Between he's them. essentially convincing him that flaws are okay. part of a good of thing. Life. Right, yeah. right, right, right. That it's, movie's so good. I love that movie. I know. That's, going into it, that was like, oh my, that's what I was freaking out about because Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorite movies. So I was like, yeah. this is crazy. That I'm are you about. an Elliot Smith fan? Uh, no. Who is that? Okay, so Elliot Smith songs, I think it's all the songs on the on the Goodwill Hunting soundtrack. Oh, really? He was nominated okay. for an Oscar for um, it's called Between the Bars, Ooh. Uh, for one of his songs on uh, on Goodwill Hunting. Oh, I'll have to listen You've to that. You've never seen a more scared little heroin addict <laughs> standing with his guitar, <laughs> singing into a microphone. <laughs> But That's you can find it on meant. YouTube. But he's he was not um, he was not meant to give live performances. He was um, mm. he's got a beautiful high voice, mm. and he sings. A lot of it is, a lot of it is, the subject matter is very depressing. Oh yeah. Uh, he was famously a heroin addict for many years. Wow. And in the end, the actually I think it's still technically an unsolved undecided case but they claim he stabbed himself to death in the chest oh my gosh. twice while his girlfriend was in the in the same uh, in apartment. the room well he was in the bathroom oh but, my god but anyway i you know people have conspiracy theories yeah. we'll never know yeah. a lot of people think she did it um, oh my god you never know yeah um, you just don't know those things no, I mean he got stabbed to death whether yeah. it was by his whether own hand or, or someone else but anyway um uh his Music is fantastic. Actually, when wow. we're done, if you want me to play a little, yeah, little. yeah, um, it's so good. But I'll anyway, I, I got so off track there. But but Goodwill Hunting, yes, <laughs> so great. Excellent. Um, so what was uh um like? You said you tried to small small talk with Joaquin, but it never really happened. Oh yeah, so he's just quiet. Um, yeah, I would say. I asked. I guess I just asked him like if he slept well. Like, did he have a good night or something like that. And um, he he basically said he didn't sleep, <laughs> so I was like, oh. he was like, I didn't sleep. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, I didn't get sleep. I was like, oh, okay. Um, oh, so he gave you an answer. He gave me an answer, yeah, but it was just. But like, it's not the one you, you expected. No, it you was expected just like, the chit chat, like, oh, like, fine, yeah, I'm oh, okay. good. How I'm, was yours? I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm like, but instead he was like, honestly, no, I didn't sleep. I was like, oh, yeah, and then I actually got kind of sick. Also, and I know I don't know if I got sick from him or he, or I made him sick. I don't know, but it was so strange. Oh, you we, both got sick because we were we 
the the scene before we were all taking sips from the same tequila bottle right so i didn't what was think, in it iced tea or something yeah it was like iced tea mm-hmm. and i didn't realize that like that was a lesson i learned was you don't actually put your lips on these things like to me i was just like it would have been know, better, so into it it would have been better if it was tequila <laughs> it would have killed the germs it would have it would have it would have been less like you know like contagious right um that's but yeah i had gotten i had gotten a little bug from that how long were you there um it was only oh, where, where, where'd you shoot Did you we shoot shot here? in um yeah in la well oh. we were in santa clarita we shoot normally in portland Oh, or okay. not normally, but a lot. Yeah, no, lot we weren't. We weren't up there. We were um, just like in Pomona and like Santa Clarita and like that kind of stuff. So, was that where the the real is that where it was? Oh no, it's set. Where's it set? It's like Long Beach. So it's in California. Right, Long Beach. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. Huh. Okay, but you shot in Pomona. But and yeah, Santa we shot in. Yeah. Pomona. I'm sure they they definitely shot they in Long did, Beach a little bit. They went to yeah. Long Beach for sure. Yeah. yeah. But all your stuff was up there. Yeah, all my stuff. Was and like how long were you there? Did you say a week? Um, no, it was a three day shoot for me. So it was three days. Okay, it was the first three days of the of the production. So. Oh, it's the first three days of the movie. Yeah. Oh, so he was still finding it a little too. That's yeah. a weird time for right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So did um, you work with Jonah at all? No, I wish you didn't see him. Around I didn't even him. see him. Oh, yeah, that's too bad. But it's, Jack yeah. Black. But Jack Black. Yeah, he was so he was really nice. I've heard what a nice guy he's he is. He's so nice. Yeah. Very like personable. Was talking to everyone. Like, that's what I've heard yeah. that about everybody. Somebody delivered something and ran into him, and they, Jack Black was like, "Oh, sit down. You can watch the game if you want." He oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in a green room or something. That's amazing. He's like, "Oh, you're waiting. Just like, you can just come, come hang here. out." Like, yeah, it, it was oh, so funny. I love that. I, I remember something about that, but um, anyway, yeah. Um, no, but I thought I thought your work was good. I mean, it wasn't exactly like this gigantic meaty role. It was mostly no, about Joaquin, yeah. obviously. Yeah, but you, I was supporting his story and you supported it great thank you you didn't you did what you needed to do in that role yeah. which was um not disappear and not stand out yeah exactly. you know what i mean yeah like you didn't try to get all the attention no which is so but that's what you have to learn as an actor too is that like when you are when you're serving this star of the scene like mm-hmm. i find that also in tv too like when you're a guest star mm-hmm. or um yeah, like a guest star. Like your your story is to support the main person's story. Right. So you have to let the star be the star. You know what I mean? Like you can't try to like outshine the star. Right. You're not there way. to be a scene stealer. Yeah. No. Right. Which it's like the scenes were so small anyways. It's like how, you know, like I'm just telling the story. Like I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a character in this story. Right. Um and well, I'm look, not I and mean, I'm not the protagonist. So, you right. know what I mean? Well, look, I mean, the way Gus let you guys go, yeah. some other actors would have would have decided that was their big chance. And you know what I mean? And taken over. Oh, and, and done yeah. some big monologue all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. And and people notice this stuff and obviously, you know, that's not what they needed and they let you keep doing it, so you did the you did what was expected of you. Exactly, and I did my job. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. very much a job. And I know there's a thing like with all actors, it's like 
you know, the first roles you get, a lot of the first roles you get, not you, but most <laughs> actors, a lot of the first roles they get are girl with the braid in a music video. Exactly. And, and girl with the two lines with the big star or five lines or whatever, you know, however many it was, yep. or their one liner or their two words, you know, here yep. you go, sir. Or what, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. The, and they're like, I need something I can really act. Well, you have to do all the other shit, too. You have too. to do all that first, yeah. Yeah, usually. I mean, whether it's first or not, you yeah. you know, I think I think you have to do it a bit. Yeah, And be sure. good at it, because not every role is, you know, Joaquin Phoenix gets those roles. He gets those roles, exactly. <laughs> those are offered to him. Right. You know? <laughs> right, and and once you make all the money saying, here you go, sir, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, um, then you can be pickier. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you got enough of those on your resume, then you can like level up. Like, right. You know, there's different levels. It does matter when you walk in there, like what you've been in. Yeah. You know, even if none of it has anything to do with what you're going to do. Yeah. Even the fact that I, you know, was only in three scenes in that movie, like that meant something moving forward when it came to castings and stuff and getting into rooms. Like, of course. Gus Van Zandt, like, that's a big name. Oh, she just did this Gus Van Zandt movie. Like that gets you through doors, you know? Of course. So yeah, like it serves its purpose. Did he cast you? Was he there when you got casted? No, it was Francine Maisler. Cast, not casted. Oh, Francine Maisler. Yeah. Whose name is all that. over everything. She does everything. Yeah. I know, she's a big casting director. She's been around quite a while, no? Oh, yeah. 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 She's like, she's like any like amazing Oscar winning movie director. she's casted. Yeah. It's you know, crazy. like she's insane. Yeah, well, look at the cast. Exactly. You know, and you're a part of that. I know. It's really cool. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, What was I going to... Oh, do you know, was it... So, you knew going in it was Amazon or not? Did I? Um, Wait, the reason, no. The reason I'm asking... I didn't. Okay. Well, yeah. was it? It was... Uh, All I knew was Big Indie Pictures, which is Gus Van Zandt's production company. Okay. So all I I had no idea it had a deal with Amazon. Until Did they later. have a deal though? That's what, I don't what I'm know. trying to get at is yeah. whether he self-produced it or Amazon put the money up. I think he I think he self-produced it because he's done that on other movies. Yeah, he just I think he must have sold money. it to Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes that makes more sense. Although I think they've definitely produced a couple of movies. I think they produced manchester by the sea yes they did yeah they didn't buy it they i think they produced that i think so too but anyway um no i was just curious yeah i know that i know um he self-financed a bunch of movies oh yeah which is because that was with my contract was with it was with his production company like amazon was you never signed any i never saw oh so and their name would have had to have been on it yeah right right you would think anyway you would think unless he just has like some kind of unless he had a one-off like first look deal deal. yeah or first look deal you know like or or whatever so that they had first shot at it exactly which i think there's legal stuff involved in all this stuff it's like how they structure it all it's you know what i mean yeah i i don't know who knows? We I feel like the over- actors are the last people to find out anything about. Like, at least, maybe not the stars, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. That That's the funny part. Like, yeah, you're right. Even, even, um, even the crew knows more. Yeah, I feel like people- you guys, yeah, because you guys are just on, in it more, yeah. you know. 
and you hear more about well, we talk to the we talk to the Village, teamsters you know exactly like you guys just hear everything you know you know how to find out anything about a, a project you're working on right <sighs> the teamsters okay what is teamsters the drivers Oh really? They know. Oh, because they ha- they're driving everyone around. Oh, chat chat yourself up a, a van driver sometime. Yes. I like to sit in the front seat and and chat them up. They have some of them the have the most interesting stories. <laughs> and also, they know everything. Oh yeah. You know, it makes sense. I'm never looking People for people feel gossip, comfortable to talk in a in a car. You know, yeah, they yeah, think yeah. they're very like secluded and right. No well, one's the listening. Dr- most of the most of those drivers will be quiet. Exactly. And less spoken to. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so they just hear it all. Yep. Um, That's so funny. I'm going to have to do that next time. Yeah, when somebody's agent is in the van by themselves going back to parking and yeah. he's on his phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? This driver's hearing every he's hearing word. It all. It's pretty it's pretty interesting that is actually. So funny. Yeah, it's fun. Um, all right. Well, you know what? This has been I thought we would do short and we've just been going. We've been going and going. Phew. We've really been going. Holy How crap. How long are we on? Two hours and 25 minutes. <laughs> Let's end it. I'm such a chatter. Let's end it because I know yeah. you expected two hours and we've you've been here uh, just shy of three hours. Just shy of three. I know. Uh, we, we just kept going, but it was fun. It was fun. I'm glad it we was did fun. it. Thank, thanks for coming in. Yeah, of course. Thanks I really, for having me. I really I appreciate it. it. Thanks for being my, my um, actor guinea pig. Yay. I'm, re- I'm really honored to be the first one. Oh, wait, I'm really honored cool. to, to have you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks again to Angelique. I really enjoyed my conversation with her. I hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you very much to my Patreon supporters. Um, you guys really help keep the show, the podcast going. So I really appreciate it. Also, thank you to Tiffin Steadicam and Walter Clausen FX. All right. I'll see you guys next time.